0: Let's smell la, 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 what the rock is booking
1: Welcome to Book It a Wrestling Podcast where we book and revisit your favorite wrestling storylines. I'm your commissioner, High fi Mike, and today we're Jim's Demone, D Money Allen. Ask me about my wiener. Primetime Travy T. Who better than Travy T? Lil Fudge.
2: I'm here to ask about Demone's wiener.
3: <laughs> and the bad guy, Kenny. Handle me. Who's going to handle me? In the great words of Meg the Stallion. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna handle the
3: Wiener. I'm gonna handle Meg the Stallion.
4: No,
5: with
1: you're not. My
4: wiener, wiener. <laughs> no, you're not. Shut up. Meg <laughs> the Stallion's
1: gonna no. You.
5: You're gonna I'll, be I'll, like Jim. The, no, no. you will give, give, like give her the worst American one pie. minute. Hey, I'll
4: look. give her the worst one minute of my of her life. It's gonna be like Meg the Stallion from American is Pie than...
1: when he comes in his pants just from touching her leg. Yes, God. that's gonna hey.
6: be me because Meg the Stallion is thicker than the
2: honey and poos. Honey pot, I can't. I can't deal with y'all, this. Like y'all are sounding like. Not only are you saying like weird shit, but you're saying it like slowly. You're tripping over yourself, so you sound like mega dorks right now. Yeah, like, yeah mega Stallion. Yeah. Y'all we're talking sound about like y'all have divergence. not touched ass in like a century. <laughs> like who I haven't touched so, like thing, a white guy like for that, milkshake. So. That's why. <laughs> All right. So
1: this week, this week we've okay. got BBW's. Um, Pay-per-view for Book Verse 3, round four. I will say um, one thing.
4: She's not as thick as Sarah Del Rey, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> fuck up. That's right. Talk to him, Damone. <laughs> Clip it. All right. Uh,
1: John, tell us about BBW in uh, your pay-per-view. And if you don't know what Book Verse is, go back to the beginning of this series or the first one uh, for Book It Verse 1. Uh, I think that was last year sometime. Probably about a year little little over a year ago um and catch up even though no, no, no book at verse has anything to do with each other really but john go ahead and tell us about your show all right uh now john <laughs> <laughs> all right Damone's i'm getting there show. my my computer's uh, going slow
2: you're good you go. uh my time for that so train. where we left off was taboo tuesday that was about five weeks ago so we've had four weeks of normal programming And then that Monday uh, programming didn't happen because the Wrestlepalooza takes place that weekend, which is a three-day wrestling festival that was announced at Taboo Tuesday. The first day, taking the place of their normal um, developmental slash uh, dark type show programming. The second day, taking the place of their weekly show on Mondays. And the third day being the pay-per-view, which I am presenting today. So tonight is Wrestlepalooza night three of the festival. so the theme song for tonight is make no sense by nba YoungBoy, certified banger um continuing make no sense fuck it <laughs> there you go uh as announced by lavar ball at taboo Ooh. tuesday this year's king of the ring tournament which determines the number one contender at final destination is going to take place at a three-day wrestling festival called wrestlepalooza in miami this festival will feature meet and greets classes seminars performances and concerts including john cena performing a new rap album in full uh, so tonight's pay-per-view wrestlepalooza night three will begin with a video package reviewing the king of the ring thus far and wrestlepalooza nights one and two um night one was entirely composed of the first round of king of the ring that i'll go over soon and uh, night two had a couple of matches that i deemed important enough to discuss shown in the video package these couple of matches don't have anything to do with my card tonight. Um, so that's why I'm doing them here, just presenting them. Uh, so the comedian. Is part event- of the video package? That yes. explanation? Yes. Okay. Well, no. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, so the video package is, is basically showing like WrestlePlus and nights one and two thus far. And then night one was all King of the Ring shit. And then night two is. Oh, night. this is night three? Yeah, I'm presenting night three. Mm-hmm. I'll the title of this episode. Yeah, this is night three. Uh, it is, uh, Sorry, yes. So, this it's going to recap Night Two stuff that isn't King of the Ring, and then it's going to go over King of the Ring shit in order. So, uh, the co-main event featured a tag team match with The Acclaimed with Leo Rush at ringside, facing R-Truth and NBA Youngboy with John Cena at ringside. Uh, this match takes place because Max Caster was angry about who was featured on Cena's album instead of him when he dropped the track list online. Those features included NBA Youngboy and R-Truth, as well as The Rock and some other popular rappers. Uh... Caster spent weeks challenging Cena to fight online and rapping about his retirement on TV until he finally got a response from Youngboy, who said he's going to be at Wrestlepalooza and to pull up. Uh, Cena was performing the song featuring R-Truth on day one of the (laughs) festival, and the acclaim attacked them on stage. Cena and Truth ran them off until Rush got involved, who was then tackled by NBA Youngboy. The match was announced the following night after. Um, So... The match takes place and the ref gets knocked down and Leo Rush gets involved in the match. So while the ref is down, John Cena hits an FU on Leo Rush and then a young boy hits an RKO on Max Caster and gets the pin as the ref wakes up. The main event on night two was for the Women's Championship. At At Taboo Tuesday, ODB shocked the world and dethroned Lita as Women's Champion. The other three members of the Femme Fatalities are trying to figure out what they're going to do as they haven't heard from Lita since her loss. Uh, Rhea, Ripley, and Paige are planning ways to force ODB to give Lita a shot, while Shotzi asks, uh, why don't they take the time to focus on themselves and their own careers? Um, So Rhea and Paige say that Shotzi's mistake uh, cost Lita the title, and she owes Lita for that. Shotzi says she's given Lita enough, and she doesn't owe her shit. ODB addresses her future and says that Lita will never see a title shot as long as she is champion. Rhea and Paige come out to try to jump her, but Shotzi stops them. Next week, ODB decides to have Shotzi, Rhea, and Paige have a triple threat to become the number one contender to stir the pot, and the match is essentially a handicap match until Paige and Rhea fight over the pin on Shotzi. Shotzi takes advantage of that and wins the match. The following week, ODB says that Shotzi can't uh start kissing everyone's asses now that her queen is using her sick days and she can't ask for sympathy for her own choices uh shotty says that lita's reign is only over thanks to her odb is only champion thanks to her shotty says she's done wasting her career serving someone else she's taking her life back and starting with the women's championship Rian and page try to attack them both but odb and shotty run them off before a big stare down the match takes place on night two and it's a hard fought 25-minute back-and-forth match. ODB is setting up for her finisher as Paige and Rhea slowly walk down the ramp. This gives Shotzi time to reverse that and steal a pin, but Shotzi is furious when she realizes what has happened and that her win of the championship is only because of the other Femme Fatality members. So that is night two, and now I am going into the King of the Ring build. This is all in one video package. So Damone, can you pull up the bracket, please? So, hold on. Hold on. So, what,
1: what was the. I, I got confused there all because right. we started with Max Caster and John Cena, and then all of a sudden we're in women's stuff.
2: Yes. So, those. What both, the fuck did I miss? Those are the matches that happened on night two.
6: This is a recap video. Yeah. It's just a nights. video package. Yes, this, this is, is not on my current on card. Night one night two. Yes, so, that, so, so, we're supposed to grade the, the build up or the. the this, this is vi- all recap. one video
2: package of a recap. So. Night one is all King of the Ring shit that I'm okay. about to go over. Night two had other King of the Ring shit and then those two matches the Acclaimed versus R Truth and Young Boy and then the ODB versus Shotzi. So now, this would be fair, we don't rate this because we didn't rate it before. So we, did, no, we do rate the video. But this is going to be the, the video be package is done. All, yet. Yeah, yes. it's gonna be it's one done.
3: rating.
1: So you're going over summary right now. Yes. Yes.
4: yes. And you're I'm gonna summarize did, King of the Ring? Up to a point, not the whole thing.
3: Yeah, so, that's what I'm saying. Because like, when, when I did it, I feel like I don't remember getting rated for that when I did a video. On this,
2: this, this thing, is a long this, video package. We've been
6: doing anything that's on the pay per view gets graded.
2: I know that we. All right, and go ahead. Keep also, going, Kenny. Um, this is the this has builds for like three of my other matches because there's three King of the Ring matches okay. that are being built in this video package. Cause, like this is about to get even longer because I it's was the say whole this King is about to the get build. messy for you. I don't. So. Let me explain. So, King of the Ring is from this point forward. Right now, it's all King of the Ring shit. It is building the three King of the Ring matches that are happening and one other match on the card. What we just talked about was just a recap of night two. The stuff that was not King of the Ring related. All right. So this is our King of the Ring bracket. Week one of the King of the Ring build. Uh, Levar Ball comes out to open the show after Taboo Tuesday says, after Taboo Tuesday and says, last night I announced Russell Wrestle- Palouz let me get my impression, would be a three-day festival in Miami. Some of you are wondering what
0: that looks like, and I'm here to explain. During the daytime each day, fans will be able to attend classes, seminars, comedy shows, and concerts, including John Cena performing his brand new album, In Full. What's
2: the name of this album? uh, Goat Shit. That's gonna be a quarter. God damn it! <laughs> oh, made that up on the spot.
6: <laughs> I knew you didn't have one. That's
2: why. Disgusting. Um, uh, sorry. During the evenings, we will have Night One, Aaron, Friday night on Hulu in the place of
0: Proving Grounds that week. Night two on FS One in the place of Malice, and Night three on pay per view. The entirety of the King of the Ring tournament will take place
2: over those three days. With the qualifying round on Night one, the quarterfinals on Night two, and the semifinals and finals taking place on pay-per-view. Without any further ado, here is your King of the Ring bracket, and this exact image is shown on the screen. Well, you got to say it for the people that's listening. Yes, so I'm about to. Um, The bracket shows the first round with Eddie Kingston facing Kofi Kingston, Mustafa Ali facing Rhino, Owen Hart facing Big E, Cody Rhodes facing Alex Zane, The Rock facing Booker T, Taz facing Billy Gunn, the Miz facing Paul London and Sami Zayn facing the Iron Sheik. After the bracket is shown on screen, MJF comes out and says, That's it? I thought I just had one month off, but it appears I have two. So I'll just make myself scarce and I'll see you in June. And Ball retorts, Uh-uh, not so fast. You got you get zero months off as I found
0: you an opponent for night three. Since you wanted to appear for DPW and pop off these meth-hardy jokes, you'll be facing him in a TLC
2: match. And also, he'll be here next week to pay you a visit. MJF freaks out for the moment but collects himself and says, You know what? Fine. Bring that druggie over. I'll be more than glad to tell him what everyone's been thinking for a decade. And slams the mic off and walks away. Uh, So later that night, Stephen A. Smith is shown backstage and says, Please welcome my guest at this time, Owen Hart. Owen, you finally get your event, got your revenge on Eddie Guerrero 2 nights ago, and now you have another chance to earn a world title shot. Where are you mentally? Owen says, "I am finished with Eddie Guerrero. Our friendship is over, and now so is our fight. I won. Now I finally right this wrong and get my title match. If we're all lucky, we never see Eddie and BBW again." With that thorn out of my side, I can show everyone I'm the coldest son of a bitch to ever lace him up. Stephen A. asks, Who do you think is the biggest threat between you and the Duck championship aside from Eddie? And Owen says, In my eyes, I'm already champion. I make MJF look like Mother Teresa and every one of these wrestlers look like indie jobbers. Come up with better questions next time you interview me. And then away. wait
0: john we yeah. got a
3: prediction on here from ryan uh, i can't say his last name he said i guarantee kingston will win his first match in the king of the ring <laughs> uh, eddie kingston Kobe oh James yeah
2: Stone. that's a good prediction solid. solid solid prediction uh so it's announced that night that uh all 16 contestants will be face to face and have the mm-hmm. highest seeds eddie kingston and the rock serve as team captains for an eight on eight match um, everyone makes entrances over the commercial, and they're all standing in a circle. Eddie Kingston tries to speak, but The Rock loudly clears his throat over him. <clears> throat> Cody tries to speak next, and The Rock farts into the microphone. Rock says, "Uh, Sorry. I bet
0: you smell what The Rock is cooking now. Finally, oh. <laughs> The Rock has come back.
2: And The Miz interrupts yelling,
0: No, not today. We... We're not sitting around while you do the same thing over and over. I will not be
2: overlooked. I will not be. And the Rock interrupts saying, Shut up, Jizz. And the Miz gets mad and the Bollywood boys have to hold him back. The Rock follows, Listen to your boys, Ligma and Sugma. Miz screams, Their names are, And the Rock yells over him,
0: Ligma balls and Sugma wiener.
2: <laughs> rock steps over to Cody and says, You smell like flowers. You like tulips? two lips on this he goes over to he goes over to Ali and says Mustafa Ali that's a cool name are you Sagandis why is your version of the rock
4: just somebody who gives out dad jokes these, are, these, these are, are, are not dad jokes. These are like fifth graders. Fifth grade dad thinking, jokes. These are, not yeah, these dad, are jokes. dad jokes. Yeah. These are definitely dad jokes.
3: What fucking dad is saying? <laughs> 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 why? No, my question is, why are there so many? I was waiting. <laughs> <laughs> he gave us 11. Mike, did your dad hey, tell you, tell to, you put to put two lips on
6: his dick? That's a wild not,
5: fucking
1: I dad But he definitely getting said dirty dad jokes.
2: No comment. Where was I? Uh,
0: (laughs) I
4: think you were on Vigma. Mustafa (laughs) Ali,
0: that's a cool name. Are you Sagandi's?
2: He says, actually, I'm... (laughs) Sagandi's
0: nuts!
2: (laughs) He goes over to Eddie Kingston and Taz and just says, This is what no bitches does to a tag team. (laughs) He goes on to the New Day and says, Heard you got a burger. (laughs) I prefer Wendy's.
0: Wendy's nuts in your mouth! He goes over to...
6: Hold on, time out, time out. This is... You remember when Enzo Amore roasted the Cruiserweight division? <laughs> this is
2: that, but not good. <laughs> hey, y'all want a Bofa? You got it. Uh, he goes over to Paul. No, no and one says, asked this. No, <laughs> I'm, you actually
4: Bofa. I'm, That's I'm actually proud opposite. of you, John. <laughs> I'm proud of you for sticking to your
0: guns.
2: Uh, he goes over to Paul London and says, You look like a member of a Dr- Imagine
0: Dragons. Imagine Dragon my nuts on your head. <laughs>
2: And then uh, Eddie Kingston cuts in and says, I'm not sitting through this bullshit anymore. My first pick is Taz. And then from there, Eddie selects the Iron Sheik, Cody Rhodes, The Miz, Owen Hart, Rhino, and Alex Zane. The Rock selects Booker T, Sami Zayn, Kofi Kingston, Biggie, London, and Mustafa Ali with the last pick. The match ends in total chaos with an attitude adjustment, excuse me, attitude era finisher chain. The last one being The Miz hitting a skull-crushing finale on The Rock.
6: What was the setup for? What were they so teams for? So they were so uh, the, the,
2: the, the two highest seeds in King of the Ring, Eddie Kingston and The Rock, were doing like an 8-on-8 tag match where Why they were two captains. It, so you had a
6: 16-man tag?
2: <laughs> sure did. <laughs> Weekly television, baby. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> And it basically, as you would expect, just turned into a fucking brawl, and everybody just hits finishers on each other with some attitude. That's with eight.
1: That's so wait, is it two, two? how many teams? Two
2: teams of eight. That's terrible. <laughs>
6: yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm, and he referenced it, it with the, the, the Suganese nuts jokes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Souganese. let's keep going. I want to hear the rest of this.
0: I want right. to hear the rest of this. I'm Next not... week
2: on Malice, the New Day faces the Underclass gang and Owen Hart. In a six-man tag. Is this still the fucking
6: no, the video it, package?
2: This is. I'm doing the entire build for King of the Ring.
6: All right.
4: So yes.
1: Not
2: so, I, theory, I, so, so
4: theoretically, we would have watched these matches or.
6: Yeah. All so of not matches, all of this is going to be in
2: the video package, video package, but it's getting right, summarized right, essentially yeah. in the package. That's
6: a good way to get yeah. around getting graded for the video package alone. This is all one thing. That's no. I'm giving you. I'm. It's. It's not because you're. This is a build to your matches. This is no longer the video package, but I this like just made the most here. sense because I, I'm giving uh, you the the dub. Just don't argue with me because okay. I'm gonna start arguing Sorry. back and make you get graded. Sorry, I'm thing. just trying to explain. It's like
2: <laughs> trying to like build just like the quarter the semifinal matches by themselves. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not every interaction took place between those two people. These interactions took place between all sixteen people. Um, so next week on Mouse, the New Day faces the Underclass Gang and Owen Hart, but Xavier Woods is jumped uh, by Taz and Eddie Kingston before the match. And Kofi and Big E lose two on three. The assault continues after the match with Eddie Kingston berating them, saying, It appears you guys are all out of jokes, huh? Truth be told, you should be thanking us for the reality check tonight.
0: <laughs>
2: Is he Australian? <laughs> 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 I guess Oklahoma and Brooklyn equals Australian. Listen, I'm doing these impressions whether you like them or not. You're from <laughs> California. California. Who's it supposed to be? Uh, Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston,
3: Okay uh <laughs> he, he turned a triple h but also tony storm it's like i don't know i was so confused man, man, no, that, you know, don't, also a when bit, i don't do the
4: impression so do I'm yeah, the fuck up. There's, there's also a little bit of ball in there too <laughs> yeah
6: yeah his mjf and his lavar ball are the same person <laughs> i don't know if y'all noticed that but if you I, listening back to this rewind and listen to them, them interact i couldn't if he didn't say who was talking
2: i wouldn't know <laughs> i'm not a fucking voice actor <laughs> Uh, so, uh, he's continuing, and says, uh,
0: You are now hopefully aware that you can't rely on dead weight, like Xavier Woods, or Chuck Palumbo, or Eddie Guerrero. Sometimes you have to admit that your friend is a useless piece
2: of shit and cut him off. Do that for yourselves and thank me later. As he is saying this, uh, Billy Gunn runs down with a chair and delivers shots to all three as Big E and Kofi get up and fight, running them off. Alright, later that night, Rhino and his new manager, Jimmy Hart, make their way to the ring. And Jimmy gets a mic to say, No matter who was cursed with the worst outcome of facing the man beast Rhino, the end result would be splat on the mat. That's this? Jimmy Hart. Hart.
5: <laughs>
0: that's our best. Your best this impression. That's the best impression you've ever done. Because yeah, really he's southern like me. <laughs>
6: You need to get a little higher. Get a little higher with that pitch. That
0: statement is doubly true for the last seed loser, Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali barely survived Scorpio Sky, and he stands no chance against the Motor City Muscle, the War Machine, the Man Beast, the father of the gore. Woo-wee! That boy is done. Ali, hear me closely. You don't belong. No last seed has ever made it past the first round. You are ordinary in a sport of extraordinary men. Quit now and collect another paycheck.
2: Uh... Ali's music comes out and he comes out saying, You know, Jimmy, if there's not room for ordinary men in this sport, I speak for everyone in asking what the hell you are doing out here. I'm going to keep this short because these fans have looked at you dorks long enough. But I feel the need to remind you that this is 2023. Extraordinary no longer means steroids and baby oil. Extraordinary no longer means perms and zoot suits. Extraordinary is defined By the unexpected. And nobody expected a Muslim to be a good guy in a wrestling company. Nobody expected an unknown cruiserweight to become a title contender. And no one expected me to beat Scorpio Sky twice. And no one expects me to beat you and become king of the ring. Keep flexing your muscles and rolling your neck, Rhino. You've almost made them forget we're the same height. And then drops the mic and the promo segment ends.
4: I do have a quick question. What's up? Um, were the matchups randomized, like who faced who, or is yes. it like okay? I was gonna say if Ali's the bottom seat, he should be facing Eddie or The it, Rock. It's, but if it's they're randomized, randomized yeah. then that makes sense.
2: All right. Later that night, the model citizens are in their dressing room. The camera goes close to Cody, Cody Rhodes, and he says, "Hi, I'm the American Dreamboat, Cody Rhodes, the most handsome man on the planet. I've taken time out of my perfect day." To give some ratings of my fellow King of the Ring contestants. Uh, and behind him, Kit Wilson and Elton Prince have a pink bulletin boards with names of the other contestants that they read to Cody as he gives ratings. Kofi Kingston. Two. His upper body looks like a crepe. Eddie Kingston. Zero. Gross. He makes me vomit. He looks like botulism in a can. Rhino. Three. Has muscle and literally nothing else. Mustafa Ali. One. All those LEDs and he still has terrible lighting. Alex Zane. Zero. He, And then he hears a knock on the door. Uh, Pretty deadly Open the door to show Alex Zane outside. Alex says, Cody, I gotta give it to you, man. You're absolutely dashing. And Cody's like, yeah, I know. Um, I know you don't know me and probably don't like me, but I'd love if you could give me a makeover sometime. Miles says to start cackling, laughing, and Alex <coughs> continues, as a token of your appreciation and of, a token of appreciation for your beauty, I actually got all of you through a, a hot oil massage tonight. My treat. Uh, Model citizens stand there and shrug and seem to accept. And then uh, Alex says, they're actually here right now. Here, I'll go grab them, I'll go grab them. Stay right there. And then they stand back a few feet until the door opens and Alex Zane comes in with a Gatorade cooler, rears back, and splashes hot oil all over the Model citizens, leaving them slipping all over the floor. All right, Stephen A. Smith is next joined. I'm joined at this time by the Miz and the Bollywood Boys, otherwise known as the Silver Screen. Miz, you learned last week that your uh, opening match in the King of the Ring champ tournament will be against former workhorse champion Paul London, yet you seem solely focused on The Rock. Could you potentially <coughs> be sleeping on your opponent? Miz takes the mic and says, That'll be your first take and your last one this evening. Get lost. Paul London, you exist only to me is a formality in this tournament. Giving you my time is the equivalent of signing these neckbeards action figures, kissing babies at the premiere, or stopping for a photo on the red carpet. You are not even a blip on Samir and Sunil's radar, let alone mine.
0: Be thankful you got an extra role in The Rise of Miz.
2: In this film, I am clearly the handsome, funny, talented, and strong hero whom everyone loves, but every film has an antagonist. That role is being played by C-lister Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who probably laughs at his own last name. Listen closely, Dwayne.
0: You are not fit to breathe my A-list air, let alone attempt to humiliate me with your grade school insults that you learned on the set of Superdog. I am a Hollywood superstar, a former BBW champion, and the fastest rising star in sports entertainment. With these two Bollywood studs by my side, no one dares get in my way. We are the silver screen. Cut scene. Hey, he's right. And Miz he, he turns to, to walk away, hit. but that, that might be your best
4: promo ever, by the way. Really?
6: Thank you. Yes. Miz and Raven, and not yeah. I was about to say that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So those
2: fucking D-level promos that he's trying to throw for the belt um, so Miz <laughs> turns to walk away but gets grabbed and turned around by Paul London who starts to speak but Miz simply yells you don't get to share my TV time and walks away alright now to the third week next week Alex Zayn and Paul London face Cody Rhodes in a <clears throat> tag match now, the model citizens in the silver screen get frustrated with the match and beat those two down and then Miz and Cody have a stare down cody gets on the mic and says first of all miz your breath stinks secondly no one else is the reason you're not a bigger star the reason is just that you're simply too ugly for the roles they're offering them to dashing men like myself kit and elton sorry you see miz cuts in i'm gonna stop you right there one thing That's always been true about you, Cody, is that you view yourself entirely
0: different from how everyone else does. You are delusional. I'm the biggest star in Hollywood, and while you rely on daddy's name and indie friends to get you anywhere, that may get you far in wrestling, but nowhere on the outside.
2: There is no wrestler with the crossover appeal that has the crossover appeal that we do. As the Miz rants, The Rock, comes out and says, Finally,
0: the Rock has come back to Denver. The Rock and his millions, and millions, of and fans millions, have had enough. Have <laughs> <laughs> millions <laughs> has, have had enough of listening to you two sussy Bacca's whine about your careers? The Rock is a serious question for both of you. Have you two been penny trading?
2: And there's like what.
0: Penetrating each other's asses.
2: <laughs> As the crowd laughs and the Miz freaks out, Booker T comes out and says, This is going to be a terrible impression. I'm sorry already. Sorry, it's... black community, for this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you better piss everybody off.
2: Oh, damn, I'm trying to, to everyone who
0: Sorry to everyone with their hopes up about matches that won't happen. You two marks are fantasy booking a ma- your match. Time out. Time
6: out. Time out. That's not
2: what I expected this promo to sound like at all. He sounded like Paul Phoenix eat. from Tekken. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he's gonna be like, "Yes, a boss." <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not gonna like intentionally be racist. I'm just <laughs> trying to like sound like the man. I don't know how. Oh, I cool, to cool. now, clearly yeah, yeah. You don't. You sound like more like,
6: like you sound more like Kid Rock <laughs> than Burger T.
2: Well, I look more like Kid Rock too. Sorry, I'm white. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't know what to do. Uh, I'm just doing my best. Sorry to everyone who let their hopes up about matches that won't happen. You two marks a fantasy book in
0: your match with The Rock when The Rock won't be making it past me. So my advice to all you, all three of you is to start giving me the respect that I deserve. Now can you
2: dig that? And The Miz says, fine, have it your way. As Cody and uh, and Miz send Kit, Elton, Samir, and Sunil down the ramp to attack The Rock and Booker T. Rock and Booker able to get through those four before Cody and Miz get to them and then Rock and Booker get the better of Cody and Miz and hit synchronized rock bottom and book end onto them onto the ramp before getting in each other's faces and bickering before the commercial break. Yuck. Um, (laughs) Later that night, Eddie Kingston faces Billy Gunn, Eddie Kingston whiz. Commentary makes important note that the last few months have been rough for Billy Gunn, uh, with his sons ditching him in the gun club and beginning a losing streak from there. He barely made it to King of the Ring. After the match the underclass gang beats Billy down as Taz holds him in a Taz mission while Eddie says, uh, my bad. Alright. Is that he says, uh,
4: uh, both both, both
0: (laughs) (laughs) of us. We were gonna let you off with some embarrassment, but after you played hero last week, we're gonna make an example out of you. Taz is gonna choke you till the fat lady sings and the arena clears. Billy, you never got to say goodbye to your kids because they hate
2: you. And Eddie kneels down as Billy fades. But the music of Chuck Palumbo is that biker music. The,
0: you will remember me. Yeah.
2: You know, that type song. Uh, uh, uh That song was wrong. No, that, that, that's his biker song.
4: No, I'm saying it's wrong. We don't remember him. Oh, damn. It's a good, no,
2: that theme was lit. It's underrated. Go listen to it. Uh, Whose theme is this? Chuck Palumbo when he was a biker. Oh, yeah, that shit was ass. I, I forgot. No, that, fuck you. That shit was good. Um, <laughs> he was ass. Was a biker. That, that shit was hit. He was better oh, when I'm he got married to him. Billy. I agree. Um, so, uh, yeah. the music of Chuck Paloma plays and a motorcycle zooms down the ramp. Chuck hops off the bike and runs into the rink, big booting Eddie and, and Taz, grabbing Eddie to do more damage, but Taz rolls out and pulls Eddie away. Uh, oh, Billy gets up and extends a handshake to Chuck, but Chuck looks at... Like he's a dork and walks out of the ring. All right. The final segment of week three. Ali and Sammy face Rhino and Sheik in the main event. Rhino is dominant in the match and he gores Ali two times for unsuccessful pins and hits one on Sami Zayn for a two count. Sheik gets irritated waiting and tags himself in to lock Sami Zayn in the camel clutch. Rhino gores Sheik and repeatedly gores them all until the show ends. Uh, Final week of the build. Uh, before we get to actual Wrestle Palooza, I know this is long. Most of the, like this has built for like four of my matches, so the rest will go quicker than this. Uh, the final malice before Wrestlepalooza Palooza opens with Mustafa Ali saying, "In two weeks' time, Wrestle Palooza will be over, the King of the Ring tournament will be finished, and Mustafa Ali will be on his way to final destination to dethrone <coughs> either MJF or Jeff Hardy." To some, this may sound hard to believe. The odds aren't in my favor i was the last to make this tournament i have the worst record in hell it matters to you vegas is betting on bet, betting on everyone but me i'll tell you why i believe it you see there's been a lot of times where misfortune struck my career and i was never quite able to recover i lost my love for wrestling and i collected a paycheck to get by i was a ghost in the locker room on autopilot in the ring i went home one night six months ago and i told my wife That I don't want to do this anymore. I didn't feel like there was a place for me in wrestling. I didn't feel like this business was ever going to get better. I was ready to call Mark Cuban and quit. And that's when she looked at me and she said, go do something about it. And that's when my light turned back on and I began paving my path towards the BBW Championship. And as he says this, the riff of "Beautiful Thieves" by AFI plays, and out come the Model Citizens. That's their theme song. Who is this? Mustafa Ali. Just cut that promo. Okay, thank you. And then, uh, Model Citizens are coming out. Their theme song is "Beautiful Thieves" by AFI. It's a banger. Um. And Cody says, throughout that insufferable monologue, you were right about only one thing: there is no place for people like you in wrestling. Over your entire career, you've whined about this business and you've whined about America. Both of those things were once great when they were built around people who look like me. When ugly people like you were included, that is when it all went wrong. I, the American dreamboat Cody Rhodes and these two British bombshells came together as a group of model citizens with two goals in mind. To make wrestling hot again and to make America hot again. And step one is to get your stupid face off this television screen. Step two. Sorry, lost my place. God damn it. I just scrolled like way up. My bad.
4: Mike, we're going to need that shirt. Make America, make wrestling hot again. All right.
2: Step two is to win King of the Ring so America can have a. Beautiful champion that it can be proud of. Ali turns around after Cody says this, and Rhino was in the ring and gores him with Jimmy Hart cheering into the megaphone. And Iron Sheik comes out with the Davaris, and a brawl breaks loose. Sheik throws Jimmy Hart over the announce table. Sami Zayn comes down to fight Sheik until lavar Ball comes out and announces one more match for the King of the Ring contestants to scout each other in a four corners tag match with teams of four. Um, just before this match takes place, the underclass gang are seen b- backstage beating—excuse me—they're seen beating down Chuck Palumbo in the parking lot before Billy Gunn makes a save with a lead pipe. Billy helps Chuck up, but Chuck shoves him, yelling, "I was gonna be all right. Why do you keep following me around like I need your help?" And then Billy yells, "Clearly, you do need my help. We both want to take out Eddie and Taz, and you've seen what we can do together." Chuck shakes his head and says, "I've seen your matches lately. I'm not interested." Um, uh, that night, the four teams are Ali, Kofi, Big E, Billy Gunn, The Rock, Paul London, Alex Zane, Sammy Zayn, The Miz, Cody Rhodes, Eddie Kingston, Taz, Booker T, Iron Sheik, Rhino, Owen Hart. The match is chaotic, and it seems impossible to get a finish until Alex Zane shooting stars into a big crowd of them on the outside. Um, Eddie Kingston takes out Zayn outside and goes back into the ring, where a legal man, Billy Gunn, hits him with a fame-asser and pins him for the win, and the final... A weekly show before king of the ring is billy gunn standing tall over eddie kingston with a final rush of momentum and commentary saying it's anyone's game from there so now we're to wrestle palooza night one where the results of the opening round are uh eddie kingston
6: <laughs> we didn't even get to the first night yet
2: we are now <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, I to, go ahead. So I, I told y'all this is going to be mo- like, this is the build for like four matches. We're going you know, to like, be oh an hour man. into
6: the show before you tell us what but, the fucking like, matches.
2: Four matches aren't going to have. This is like, PTC all over again. No, nah, because Listen.
6: <laughs> oh, I at least give you something by now. Fuck
2: off. Listen. Like four <laughs> matches aren't going to have builds because this is the build. <laughs> so this is going to save time later and make more sense.
0: So Eddie so. Kingston
2: beats Kofi Kingston off a distraction as Taz cheap shots a new day with a chair outside the ring uh, So Eddie Kingston wins uh, Ali gets beaten down viciously by Rhino in the match and eats two gores However, he is able to hold on and get the win. So Ali beats Rhino Owen Hart and Biggie have a hard-fought brawl, but as Owen takes control the music of Eddie Guerrero hits But Eddie never comes out and Owen stands on the rope screaming at Eddie to get his ass out here and come fight he goes for a twisting crossbody off the rope he's standing on, but it's caught and hit with a big ending. So Big E defeats Owen Hart with the distraction of Eddie Guerrero's music. Uh, sorry, uh, Cody Rhodes decisively wins a fast-paced indie-style match with Alex Zane. The Rock and Booker team main event. Uh, they're on the. This isn't in order, but they do main event night one and put on a banger with a lot of signature moves, very Attitude Era esque. But The Rock gets the win. Uh, Taz defeats Billy Gunn, and they jump Billy Gunn after the match, but Chuck Palumbo returns and runs them off. Uh, Billy extends his hand to Chuck for a handshake, but Chuck hu- hugs Billy to the cheer of the crowd. Uh, in the next match, Paul London misses a big dive. The Miz punishes him, mocking The Rock's moves, hitting things like The Rock Bottom and The People's Elbow, making an example out of Paul London as he wins the match. And, um... The Iron Sheik beats the hell out of Sami Zayn the entire match, but Sami pulls the rope down as Iron Sheik charges at him. Sami dives through the turnbuckle for the D- tornado DDT. Sheik is unable to make the 10 count. Sami survives. Sheik loses his fucking mind after the match, though, beats down Sami, the Davaris, and tears up the arena on night one. So Iron Sheik is going crazy, but he loses to Sami Zayn. We are now to Wrestlepalooza night two. Eddie Kingston tells Taz to stay back and rest for his match, and he'll make quick work of Ali. Uh, Eddie Kingston gets control after a missed dive to the outside, but eats a nasty super kick to the head, allowing Ali to lock in a Koji clutch and make Eddie Kingston tap out. Um, Cody beats Big E after reversing a big ending into a crossroad, crossroads and putting his feet onto the ropes, so Cody Rhodes wins. Um, the Rock defeats Taz after Eddie tries to get involved, but Billy Gunn evens the odds. After the match, uh, Billy has a mic on the ramp and says, Now that you're both free tomorrow night, you both can drag your asses out and fight me and my partner, Chuck Palumbo. And then Billy's music plays and the crowd cheers. So they announce, the match is announced. Billy and Chuck will face the Underclass Gang at night three. Um, Miz and Sami Zayn have a great match that ends with The Miz hitting a skull-crushing finale outside the ring. Sammy is holding his head like he's seriously hurt, but he gets up at 7. Seething in anger, the Miz goes back out and hits a reality check onto the floor. Sammy is left to be counted out as he receives medical attention. When the match is called, Miz gets a microphone and says, Dwayne, you blubbering idiot. I hope you're listening to me clearly. This moment is mine. This weekend is mine. This company
0: is mine. This weekend... Will be the one where I am solidified as the biggest star in this industry. And I get the respect that I deserve. Dwayne, you will never try to humiliate me again. Tomorrow night, I will defeat
2: The Rock. And I will make mystery. Smell that, bitch. And then throws down the mic. (laughs) Alright. So, that is the end of the video package. The entire King of the Ring build. So, we're ready for the first uh, semi-final match. This is where I get rated. My, I not put like. notes, but I want
6: to get I want to get my score together first.
2: Okay. I
4: didn't take notes, but I really like the stuff with the Miz. Love Cody. Um I like that you leaned in with the rock. You said um you didn't like cower or like change your mind, even though we told you we didn't like it. You just went forward with it. So I actually like that. Um I'm gonna give you a five. Let's go!
5: Mm.
4: There was sure. nothing I really hated. Like, I liked a lot of it. It was long. Right. It was a lot, but I liked yeah, it. Yeah, like I said, all four, all right.
2: four matches aren't going to need builds before them now, though. So, it makes more sense this way. Well, I'm going to be the hater here. What else is fucking new? exact opposite. I hated
3: everything about this. The only thing I liked was that one Miz promo. i not going to lie to you. I hated it all. I went with a .5. I feel like Mm. if you were going to do The Rock doing that, I feel like you could have had the regular promo and then threw in like a Bofa joke. That would have been fine. I I, would have been straight with that. But it was just, it just wouldn't stop. (laughs) It just wouldn't stop. So, yeah, it was. This is
4: the hits now. It's been. Yeah, in BBW, this is the hits.
2: That's the thing. In BBW's canon, this is what he's been doing.
3: I know, but it's too much. It was too much it was too much i I, I, did, I didn't like it i didn't like it and then i i just i, I don't like the throw three different things in the one thing i don't know i don't like it
6: yeah i don't think that this i this feel like amazing. in my
3: opinion in my opinion that's not fair because i feel like anybody can have a weaker build and just throw it in with a stronger build and just be like well okay like i can get well, that that's the way of getting the can point. i explain why
2: i did it this way because know I, I have well i have like that but also if i try to like separate all these interactions into only like this is the build for the semifinal match, and it's talking about, like, seven other dudes. It wouldn't have made sense. It would have made sense because you would have been li- leading up to the story between the two matches of the two people. But why would I have an interaction, for example, between the Iron Sheik and Sami Zayn for Mustafa Ali versus Cody Rhodes? You don't have to. I mean, but
3: it happens. Cut ha- that out. I mean, it,
2: it happens. I mean, I did that. I'm say, I, did yeah, that. I, I, got I said all of my stories
6: enter cross, so, like, I constantly have interactions between people that aren't in the match included in my builds yeah so, so
2: i didn't want to just have a bunch of interactions and just jumble up the builds to all these matches have to write them separately i wanted to put it all in one place to so where it made sense yeah and all the right.
3: marvel citizens felt very uh, it felt like what travis did too as well so i wanted to
4: you're it's because you're not hot that's why we need to make america hot again I'm just, you
3: know. I'm just. letting you know why I gave you the score. I gave you so do I'm hating like t-shirt. that. Well, you fly. already
2: said you're going to be the hater, and you. I mean,
3: know. I am going to be the hater here because, like, because he gave you five. <laughs> I was going point five, so I was like, woof, yeah. So I didn't like it. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I just. I don't know. I just feel like the hate I got for what I did this is way better and than this happened <laughs> it's just like it's this just is way long. better than
4: any, every moment of this is better than any moment I, I no, even the
3: ligma no. balls and sugma wiener like <laughs> I, I, i'm not gonna lie to you, i feel like wrestling died a little bit when when i had to listen to that Good. I, I hope <laughs> you don't love wrestling too much
2: anymore
6: <laughs> yeah i yeah it, i hope I, you I'm love hurt. it less so you'll be I'm less hurt. of a fucking Travers dork travis go
3: ahead, <laughs> go ahead and do my phrase for me
6: he he wasn't mildly disappointing he was Absolutely disgusted. <laughs> there you
3: go.
6: Um, Mike, you got a number or you want me to go? I'd like you to go, please. Okay. No, no, no. I want Mike to go.
4: I I demand that Mike go next.
6: Okay, Mike's gotta go. <laughs> You're gonna make Mike
1: mad. Stop it. I I don't even know. Like, there was just so fucking much. I agree. This was too much. That there was too much. <laughs> I think that
6: it... it and that's coming from
1: me. <laughs> it was 40 minutes. It was about 40 minutes of talking. Keep in mind,
2: four matches
6: aren't going to need builds before the match. I do not matter. You should have done that, because now I'm going to forget what the fuck the build was. Right. Um, Because that, that was
1: no longer a video package. That was that was straight you just telling us four builds at once.
2: Well, it was like, um, actually like 16 builds. But... No, but
1: it doesn't matter. It... it Okay, <laughs> then that, that makes it worse. <laughs> There's 16 people interacting. It's not about I'm the four I'm giving you wrestling. a two and a half. Because I'm trying to average out everything I fucking heard. Uh, we're going to two and
6: a half. Okay. So, I'm going to look like a good guy here. I kind of like that. Um, so, the Miz promos, fire. Thank you. The Cody Rhodes promos, fire. The Alex Zane hot oil segment, love that shit. Thank you. The rock promos, garbage. Okay. Uh the Mustafa Ali promos, I get like I'm rating like each of these things I'm saying. Like yeah. I gave them a, a score and then I averaged that out. Okay. I gave that a 3.75. I thought that was pretty fucking good. Thank you. Uh the Owen Hart, I think that was just mid. Like it was just everything with Owen Hart was just kind of just there. Okay. Like I don't think you really need to be involved in this. I get why he was. You got him out in the first round to continue that Eddie story. I'm not mad at it. Okay. Um New Day, where the fuck were they? Like they were there for like one segment, it felt like they got yelled at and left yeah um rhino he gored somebody i don't know remember him being anywhere else
2: he was the jimmy hart promo too okay he's with, he's with jimmy okay
6: hart. so i'll give you an extra dime on my total score for that hell yeah because <laughs> i did like a jimmy hart promo. i forgot it happened because it's so fucking long my bad <laughs> booker t was there for that one promo where he sounded like paul phoenix <laughs> and that was it mm-hmm. so i gave like i gave that a oh. one I think that the Chuck Palumbo, Billy Ki- Billy Gunn, Eddie Kingston, Taz stuff was pretty good, like above mid. It was like a three point five. The women's stuff, I thought you still fell flat. I, I don't even remember who you said won the title. Shotzi won the title. Yeah, I don't know. If shot that was a won- great idea. Shot- you got re- you released Thunder Rosa for asking it up, and then gave Shotzi Blackheart the fucking title. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shotzi's better. I'm taking than that Thunder dime Rocha. back that I gave you for Jimmy Hart. Now
2: that pissed me off. Shots is better than right, I meant to change like that was one of the three things I was gonna change and just like fuck it I ain't got enough time. <laughs> like... <laughs> Young boy was a, a one I didn't think
6: that really I thought that was kind of stupid, and then the matches I gave you a three point five. I think the right guys won in most of the matches, um, if not all of them, and they were decent. So overall I'm gonna give you a two point six five. Right, I, f- I feel like you said a lot of like three point stuff, but there's still average two. <laughs> well, cause there's like three fucking point fives in there. No, I really
3: think was about to give him a higher score.
6: <coughs> no, so, so I'll tell you what I got: the, the Miz promos five, Cody Rhodes promos five, Alex Zane Hot Oil, five, The Rock point five, Mustafa Ali three point seven five, Owen Hart two point five, New Day point five, Rhino one, Booker T one, Billy Gunn Chuck Palumbo Eddie Kingston Taz three point five, Women's stuff two, Young Boy one, Matches three
2: point five. Can I explain why the people who weren't very present weren't very present? <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna. Your score's not gonna change for sure. Fair enough. They just they just didn't matter that much to the store. But anyways. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, but I get what you were going for.
2: It, <laughs> is, it is hard to do a tournament
4: and build everybody like in one thing.
6: Hmm.
2: Like that's gonna it's be chaotic. Hard to do a tournament. That's gonna be what a about? chaotic rating. It's got a five, a 0.5, and like two mid twos. That's gonna be chaos <laughs> You're gonna be
6: at a two point five or slightly above. it the... Probably be right around the two point six because Mike I'm and Kenny can't. So... Or, or I'm sorry, Demon and Kenny mm-hmm. cancel each other out. Right.
2: Yeah.
6: And then me and Mike, Mike was like, was mid, so he doesn't count either because he's gonna be what their equal is. Well, five point so five in the middle vote. is gonna be
2: three, so y'all are gonna probably dra- drag it below a three, uh, like like a two point seven or something. Uh, anyways, uh, now the first match of the semifinals is gonna take place with Mustafa Ali versus Cody Rhodes. And it's a two point seven five. Uh, I just want you to know Before. that there was
1: good stuff in there. I just there was just too much for me to going on to. Grade everything I mean, individually. Don't I just same, feel like there like just too
6: much. A five and a point five equals out to be a two point seven five, and then you got a two point six six on that map.
2: On that, that's building. valid. All right. Um. So Mustafa Ali versus Cody Rhodes. Um. So Stephen A. Split. The, Stephen A. Smith does a split screen interview before the match. Uh. Real quick. <laughs> it's, Stephen it's A. Split is a wide <laughs> a split. Uh. <laughs> and he asks, starting with you, Ali. What are your thoughts before this ma- This high stakes match. And Ali says. Throughout this tournament and throughout my life, I've come face to face with a lot of doubters. None bigger than Cody Rhodes. Cody dreams of a world where everyone looks like him. Cody forgets. What Cody forgets is that that wouldn't include his father. He's completely lost the plot of the American dream, but it's going to be his American nightmare when a guy named Mustafa Ali with a face like mine becomes the BBW world champion. And Cody responds, It truly is a nightmare that someone related to me paved the path for someone like you. It would be an American horror story if your face got any more screen time. Uh, That is why it is my solemn duty of the model citizens to keep that from happening. You see, the only thing my father got right is creating me. My path to erasing his fat, ugly legacy begins with erasing you. And then, for the attires... Uh, Mustafa Ali is wearing black tights with yellow accents and LEDs. Cody is wearing uh, half-pink suede tights with half-gold leather. And then all three of the model citizens come out in Versace robes for their entrance. All right, so here's the spots. Um, Cody uses his size to overpower Ali multiple times, shaking his ass and adjusting his hair each time. Ali hits the ropes. Cody throws an elbow. Ali stops. Cody thinks he connected and poses. Ali turns him around and punches him in the mouth. Ali goes for a springboard crossbody, but Cody uh, reverses into an Orton-style power slam. Cody goes for a Cody cutter, but gets drop-kicked out of the air. Pin attempt, two count. Ali goes for a tilt to whirl head scissor, but Cody reverses that into a backbreaker. Cody throws Ali into the corner, who HBK sells up. Cody grabs the head and does a hip-swinging Rick Rude-style neckbreaker. He gets frustrated by the two count, hits a disaster kick, another two. Cody, wrote, Cody goes for the crossroads, but Ali twists Cody back around for an X factor. Ali gets a comeback with multiple big strikes, leading to a springboard moonsault DDT. One, two. But Kit and Elton jump on the apron to distract the count. Ali glares over <laughs> at them and then springboard drop kicks them both to the floor. As he gets up, Cody throws Ali into the ring post and then moonsaults onto him. Pin attempt two. Ali goes for a super kick. Misses after another distraction from Pretty Deadly, who are then uh, booted from ringside by the ref. Cody hits a European uppercut and grabs Ali for crossroads, but as Cody does the twist of the crossroads, Ali twists it over one more time and hits the crossroads on Cody. He sees Cody out cold, and here's the crowd chanting 054, which he delivers for the 1-2-3. Staf Ali is making it to the finals. L. Cody Rhodes for
6: the one
2: ratio plus no bitches. Ugh.
6: Also Muhammad Hassan is disappointed in Mus- Mustafa Ali. For what? Out there, for um, being a hero to these white children.
2: He's <laughs> getting the Uncle Ahmed from him too.
6: <laughs> yeah.
4: He already um, did that story with Iron Cheek.
6: Oh yeah I um, forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Asylum's about to come over here and whoop his ass now. <laughs> They're going to get the job done, though, because when the towers fall, they stay falling. You know what I'm saying? God damn, <laughs> God damn Travis. <laughs> but this time, it won't be an inside job.
4: <laughs> ah. <laughs> Why do we let you do
6: this? <laughs> who's going to stop me? right? George
4: W. Bush. Who's raiding first? He couldn't
6: stop himself. Anyway, who's, Mike uh, who's who's rare?
4: I don't have a number. <coughs> Keith or yeah, Keith. Kenny or Mike.
6: Wow. I don't I don't have a number yet. I'm still deciding between two numbers. Mike? Mike can go first for the first time ever.
4: Yeah. You go first, Mike. And give <laughs> us reasons. Yeah, you <laughs> never do. Five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why? I don't
1: know. I liked it. <laughs> That's I enough hate, for me, baby. I hate <laughs> Mike so much. That's
5: enough for me,
0: baby.
4: <laughs> so I like the. I really like the promos from both guys. Um, I really like the promos from Cody too. Like saying he's gonna erase the legacy of his fat father by t- getting rid of Ali. Um, I don't mind Ali winning either. I wouldn't have been upset if either guy won. Um. I'm also gonna give you a five. It's fucking go.
6: I'm your not. show's fire so far. Thank you. I'm not giving you a five. That's fine. Um, like I said, I think the wrong guy won here. I think Cody has a lot more gas in the tank than Ali does. That's fair. I think you're you're pushing Ali based on your own <clears throat> personal preferences and not based on the character you have in front of you. Um, his character right now is a little
2: weak. He's overcoming the odds. Didn't you just you say you liked not... his promos?
6: I, as I said, they're mid. You said they're above mid. Okay, so they're. And they're you, just, either way. So I that, gave Cody Rhodes a five on his promos. That's Fair, but keep in mind so, it is all relative. So this isn't yeah. like a this isn't like a in the world. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm comparing Ali to Cody Rhodes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. But but also keep in mind that uh who's who's the champion at the moment? Who's the what? Who's the world champion?
6: I don't care. No, I'm just telling you. <laughs> be
2: push. Just doing some some
6: basic storytelling here. But that's right. great. Um, I just don't think that that's that okay. That's valid. Um, I, I did think the match was good. I thought the promos were good. I just think Cody should have won. Okay. Um, I'm gonna give you a four point two five. Damn. I'll I, I'm very I'm very invested in Cody Rhodes, not so much in Ali. So that's a whole seventy five cents well, just well. on the Cody's the got some stuff run. coming. Don't worry. Cody okay. got some good well, stuff.
4: The American Dream. We don't boat. have
6: much. We don't have much left to give. Hey. The
4: American Dream, is a fire. You got two more came. shows.
6: Cody's
2: got good stuff coming. Trust me. Trust the process. Two more shows is a lot, to be honest. And, in, and, honest. It, and Travis, is a two-month build between this and my next show, so Cody's got a lot of time to do shit. All
6: right. I know I know Cody Rhodes is going to be a menace in PTC.
2: Well, I gave you a nice jumping-off point. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Kenny? I gave it a four. I'll take that. Thanks, Kenny. Uh, all right. This one's going to be a little bit of a drop because I know it's got a controversial person in it. The Rock versus The Miz. <laughs> Um, So Stephen A. Smith gets their thoughts before the match as well. The Rock uh, stretches his neck, raises the eyebrows, and says, Finally, The Rock has
0: come back to Miami! It seems the jizz is worked up at the Great One. Perhaps that is because he has not had a taste of Maurice's poontang pie in so long that his balls have shriveled up into his candy ass. The Rock
2: does not respect the Miz. Fear the Miz, or even trust the Miz to get the Rock's order right in a Taco Bell drive-thru. Stephen A., have you heard about the Miz's fitness? Uh, no. Fitness dick in your mouth! Uh, Miz says with a red, angry face, Dwayne, I am above this. You should have been above this a long time ago. I am disgusted that this behavior has gotten you by for so long, but tonight I turn your comedy into tragedy. No one will be laughing when the skull-crushing finale turns your infantile brain to mush and the silver screen stands over you holding your fame, money, and dignity that we've always deserved. Thanks for the interview, Steve. And then for the attires, The Rock wears one of his vintage 90s-style like long-sleeve shirts over his signature black trunks. The Miz is wearing a glitzy purple jacket and boots with his trunk being white and purple. Um, so for the spots... Miz and Rock finally have their stare down in the middle of the ring. Miz slaps Rock in the face. Rock looks at the crowd, sticks his neck out, raises the eyebrow. Miz goes for a punch, but the Rock takes controls with his signature punch combo. Miz repeatedly uses rope breaks to create distance. Rock looks over at the Bollywood boys and calls them sussy Bacchus Miz chop... I forgot I wrote that. That's funny. Um, Miz chop blocks him from there and starts stomping on him while he's down. Um, Miz hits the it kicks and is swinging DDT, pin attempt in two. Miz waits for him to get up and then hits the knee for a reality check, but The Rock reverses it in rock bottom position. Miz scurries away and runs outside the ring. Uh, rock follows him to the outside, double clotheslines the Bollywood boys. Miz gets back in the ring. As The Rock re-enters, Miz dragon whips his w- leg into the rope, the rope. Rock is able to fight his way up as the crowd claps him alive. He eventually takes c- complete control with big punches and a vertical suplex. Um... He then mocks the Miz's taunt when the Miz gets up. He's met with a... uh, The Miz is met with a rock bottom. The Rock sticks his neck out and gets a huge ovation from the crowd that knows the people's elbow is coming. The Rock throws the elbow pad pad into the crowd. And as he's hitting the ropes, Sunil Singh distracts the ref. um, And when the Rock returns back to the rope, Samir Singh hits Rock's leg with a kendo stick. Uh, The Rock turns around to threaten Samir. And the Miz gets up, um, and hooks the Rock's arms from behind to hit a skull-crushing cr- finale. Miz drags Rock into the center of the ring, starts going for a pin, and starts shaking his head with a dickhead smirk. And then starts to lock in the figure four. The Rock is visibly trying to, uh, pound his way, uh, trying to scratch his way to the ropes, pounding the ring, trying to get some form of momentum. Uh, but he's visibly fading from all the pain, uh... Miz punches Rock's leg that's been worked on all match over and over trying to get him to finally give up and until the Rock finally goes limp like (laughs) Rock's like fighting fighting the Miz is punching his leg just trying to get him to give up and the Rock finally goes limp from the pain the ref does the arm test and as it drops for the third time the dismay of a quiet crowd hears the Miz get announced the winner and the ref repeatedly has to, you know, get the bell rang as he holds on to the figure four still punching the rocks leg, um, until the Bollywood boys pull him off.
4: Okay, the only thing I don't know if I like the ending, like the finish mm. of him like having him pass out to the figure four cuz like the Miz has a decent figure four, but
6: it's not like when I think it's of the like Miz, him. I don't think the figure four. And BBW, he has a deadly figure four
2: um he just made the rock fucking pass out from it so yeah
6: the rock is a legend
2: um i'm
4: gonna give you a four i don't think this match is as good as the other match mm. um and like i said, i'd rather he just have beat him with the either if he was gonna lock in the figure four, the rock tap or um just him hit the skull crushing finale for the i was win. between having him tap and having him pass out yeah um but yeah i'm still gonna give you a four that's I think awesome. overall it was it was good. I like the promos from um the Miz. The Miz's promos have been fire tonight. And like I you said, you're leaning into the rock thing, so that's his character. I'm not gonna
2: I'm not gonna crush you for it. So That's fair. I, I know that there's two people here that will, but that's fine. I knew it was gonna happen. I knew some people wouldn't like it, I knew it would be polarizing, but I was like, Fuck it, I'll have fun with it. it got roasted last night. You time. ever heard
3: the phrase less is more?
2: Yep. Yeah. yeah it should have been less <laughs> hey, wow. you, you were the one that was like in the chat the most like saying i can't wait for both rock and i was like oh you because bet. i thought we were gonna get one joke <laughs> <got the> damn <laughs> i made it i made it his whole fucking gimmick grade school rock i'm rolling with everything it. he says is Like, <laughs> hey he had a normal sounding promo until he did fitness in the steven a interview
6: yeah that's what made me mad is it was like calling him the jizz that was good like that was a way that you could work in that that like grade school humor but the problem is, is you kept going. <laughs> like,
3: <laughs> that, that's how I feel, so
6: I give you a 2.75. Okay. I don't hate this. Thank you. <clears throat> I think <laughs> the Rock overall had a decent promo. Mm. Miz had a fire promo. Thank you. Um. The match was good, and the, the winner was the right one. Thank you. I'm going to give you a four.
2: Thank you. Damn, I didn't uh-huh. expect that. Uh, so we're going to take a break from King of the Ring. Well, actually, sorry. There's a quick after the match. Sorry, I should have had this. Mike has to vote. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, Before Mike votes, I want to include, I don't know if it's going to change it at all, but um, sorry, I should have said this beforehand, but it shouldn't be rated by itself. It it was a part of this. I just forgot to read it. Um, So if you want to change your ratings based on this, it's fine. Um, LeVar Ball comes out with the Miz stands victorious, and he says uh, basically there's been a little bit more interference in this round than he'd like to see. He will not let the finals be decided that way. He tells the Miz that he'll be facing Mustafa Ali tonight in a steel cage match in the finals. That changes your ratings? It doesn't.
4: Okay. So he's facing mm, the steel cage. No. I almost gave you like a dime. Yeah, give him a dime. I like the idea of it being in a steel cage because there has been a shit ton of interference in the whole tournament. So, hmm. Alright. And there's to... been countouts and stuff, so I, I kind of like that idea of a steel cage. Give
1: I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I thought the right person won. Um, even though I think we got a little too many of the jokes that didn't go the f- get over the first time, or the second, or the fourth time. <laughs> Listen, uh, I didn't know
2: that the second, third, and fourth time wouldn't get over, I only knew it didn't get over the well, first. Well, when they
1: didn't get over the first, you should have been like, huh. Well, I can't this- scrap a mid-show. <laughs> they're, yeah, written, they're
2: there. <laughs> like,
1: I've scrapped things mid-show. I just imp- I improvise.
5: Did, I'm not by, improvising. Did you
6: change the winner of a match one time mid-show? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I improvise yeah. a lot.
4: He did that. And we hated it. We wanted him. He should have kept it the way it was. Listen, I, right. I I wrote the
3: jokes. They're there. There are
1: there's some things that I've improvised that you guys have loved. So That's I don't care.
3: Mike's the go. He's in there freestyling. <laughs> <I don't laughs> I'm a
1: lyrical miracle.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, what did I get? Did I give it to you yet? You didn't give uh, me the number.
2: Four and a quarter. I'll take that. Thank you.
6: Mike loves the show.
2: So far so, it's been pretty Um good. we're taking a break I from... love the show the most. I I fell yeah, so the, the my fucking man. Package, I'll make it I'm giving Damone <laughs> a Wait, Philly cheesesteak and some head I'm, after this.
6: I'm, <laughs> hold up. I got I was, uh how many pizzas did you get during that fucking I went promo to package? Little Caesars, I picked up about four. <laughs> <laughs> got hey, I'm, I'm glad crates. Mike wasn't offended. He was
2: just bored. I'll take that. Uh
6: but well, that's what happened with my match, too, when
2: he was that's going fair. to fucking pizzas. He was just bored. That's fair. <laughs> that's usually what happens. I, I was get angry. I was bored. I walk away. See, this is the vision I had, just to kind of go back to the beginning. Like, when I went through like an hour of build, I went to two matches in, like, 15 minutes. So, we are taking a break from King of the Ring. The finals are later. And the next up match is going to be for the Workhorse Championship. And I'm going to tell you how this happens. So, week, week one of the build. Uh... <laughs>
4: I don't
2: know why that's so funny. Just the way <laughs> Y'all stack that. with laughing like I said something <laughs> wrong. <laughs> like, no, it's just shit, the, the way you said it. I'm going to tell you I how that happened. Um, so, Levar, General Manager LeVar Ball is seen on the phone yelling, I don't care if he's busy. Get Simon Dean on the phone this instant. This Simon? Listen, Simon, I'm sick of your company holding my title hostage. Why wait? Let's negotiate right now. So, you're not hearing the other side of the conversation. You're just hearing his. Um, I don't care if he's a private contractor. Y'all have my belt. So you're going to be here next week to talk? Zoom, $30? Damn it, Simon. You're going to pay for this because I'm LeVar Ball and I never. And then he realizes that the call got hung up and he puts down the phone all embarrassed. Uh, So week week two, LeVar is shown in his office having his kids show him how to work Zoom. He gets on the call and the executives for all companies are trying to make an offer to permanently sign Brian Cage. You see David Arquette representing TCW, Shane McMahon representing RCW, Travy T representing PTC, and uh, an unnamed executive from DPW because Kenny never gave me one. Fuck him. Hey, uh,
6: goddamn.
2: So he never asked me. <laughs> I did. I, I DM'd you. Go oh, check I ain't get it. Yeah, fuck he left <laughs> you
4: on red.
1: Yeah, I got yeah, left I on red
2: by Kenny. <laughs> So Kenny Kenny Lowball's cage, I guess. We're we'll just
3: saying it's Vladimir Kozlov. <laughs> Vladimir, Vladimir
2: Kozlov versus <laughs> DPW. <laughs> why didn't why didn't T D J go? Oh yeah, it should have been. Because he's got bigger things to deal with right now. Yeah. Uh so Arquette offers Cage uh two years, one million. Um Simon points up, like saying, hey, I want more. Uh RCW offers four four years, four million. Simon cringes, <laughs> and then he's like, uh, I don't know. And Travis yells one year, three million. And then Lavar says, well, if it's money you want, we got the deepest pockets. Give me a number and a length, and he can have it. Uh, That's Simon, definitely not true. Uh, listen, Mark Cuban's a billionaire. Uh, you'll, you'll see next week. Fair enough. Uh,
6: I don't know how much money Primetime Trappy T got in this fucking universe. Simon I'm the first says, zillionaire.
2: <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, bro, you ain't even got, like, triple digits right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> Stop this. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that.
6: <laughs> I'm hurt.
2: Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I'm broke too. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, John, John trying to
6: lose money on this build. Okay.
3: I like
2: it. I <laughs> I'm just we had to around. give you our money. <laughs> um Simon says, Well, Brian appreciates your contract offers. He enjoys his status as an independent crunch contractor through Simon System Incorporated. Brian will only be signing deals for individual shows, fulfilling uh his championship requirement of defending every week. From that moment, T's like, oh motherfucker, and just hangs up. Um Lavar says, Well, Wrestle Palooza Fest. How about that? Big blockbuster match, beautiful Miami weather, electric crowd, and I can promise you the biggest match of Brian's career. Take it or leave it. Dean says he agrees, but he wants to read the terms. And then Ball says what that they need to meet in person next week if he wants to hear the terms, if he wants to see the terms. Next week Lavar Ball rolls out the red carpet for Brian, and while they while they they'll meet in the ring and discuss the terms of the match. Lavar is sitting across the table from Dean and Cage saying, Um, the terms should match everything you promised last week. Brian will be defending his title on Wrestlepalooza's third night on pay-per-view in Miami. I promised you the biggest match of Brian's career, and I have delivered. He will defend the Workhorse Championship in an extreme elimination chamber match. While the crowd is done cheering, Simon says, Against who? Uh, it, it has nothing but question marks here where his opponents should be listed. This is ridiculous. Brian will not be giving you his services under these demands. Uh, Lavar says, Well, now that you're in my building, Brian will sign this contract or he will relinquish this belt right now. Cage gets mad and quickly signs the contract while Dean is like trying to get him to stop. So Cage just signs the contract. Dean doesn't want him to do it. And Lavar continues, If you want to know who he's facing, you'll have to join me on Zoom next week. Two steps ahead,
0: never lost. <laughs> stop it right
6: here. Five.
0: He's trying to plug <laughs> on the <a> show.
4: <laughs> uh, I like it. It's
2: smart businessman. That's why he never lost. <laughs> the Zoom meeting is briefly shown in the Ballertron. Lavar says, Simon, well, Simon, it's been a fun ride having Brian as the workhorse champion, but I'm getting tired of you both. You want to take my title to other promotions? That's all well and
0: good. I brought the other promotions straight to you. Brian will be facing PTC's Tyler Breeze, DPW's Will Ospreay. TCWs, RVD, and Ray Mysterio, and a free, in, free agent, independent star, Iron Demon, Shane Mercer.
6: and so wait, just, wait, RCW didn't did, refuse to? Uh, I,
2: I was never offered. <laughs> I guess. guess RCW didn't give me one of these wrestlers. TCW gave you, you but RCW ask. didn't put, put even one in there. <laughs> I swear you literally I, didn't I, ask. I, I hoard C now for something for you. I forget what it was, though. I think I, I traded Cena's to you for something that I used in another segment. not this. I'm sure
1: you did. <laughs> I mean, I made a lot of wheelings to
6: dealing, so I don't
2: we, know. we made the same trade. I just used it differently anyways.
6: Uh, no, nah, he, he said RCW sucks.
4: RCW <laughs> stands for rejected championship wrestling. Wow.
3: Uh, that's why hey, you're hey, a bitch totally, and I'm beating you.
6: Mm. Totally canceled, <laughs> totally canceled wow. wrestling. Got two fucking people in there. You couldn't even get one. That's That's... You should be mad at John. To be honest, you should rate this. I, way. No, he, I he booked him he elsewhere. He could not
1: afford my talent to put in his yeah, man. That's right. His show was. Remember well, when
3: uh, I remember when I was sending out shots and uh, you rated me low because I didn't send you a shot. Go ahead and uh, think about that, Mike. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> you know what happened? He
2: is, he, I made this Kenny, trade with Mike. I just used it <laughs> elsewhere. When when Mike Kenny did the same exact trade. These are all. Shot. These are all John
0: Cena trades. Mike already got what he wanted on the John Cena trade. Yeah,
1: I, I, I got I got John
3: Cena. So. Yeah, I just want off. to be treated equally and fairly. That's it. You did. <laughs>
0: fuck off. Uh,
2: Simon Dean says, you've got to be kidding me. You can't do this. You're going to hear from Simon System Incorporated lawyers. And Cage moves Simon out of the way that pushes him to the side and says, light work, no problem. Um, so here's the attires. Wait, you
4: said Rey Mysterio was in it, right? Yeah. yeah. That is Mike's. Mike has Rey Mysterio. I think oh, you have Rey Mysterio? No, Mike does. Mike doesn't even know his own town. I honestly <laughs> yeah. thought I had Rey Mysterio. Here's the thing, my I bad. thought I had Rey Mysterio.
2: I got jumbled up,
4: but there was also a
1: good chance that somebody else also had Rey Mysterio. So, I'll have to. my
2: what? bad. So, yes, RCW's
1: Rey Mysterio. There you <laughs> That's
4: go. That's why I was, for a second there, I'm like, TCW has Rey. I don't remember having Rey. I thought I, I had Rey Mysterio, but then I also thought that at one point somebody else said they also had
1: Rey Mysterio, so I didn't know who if knows. they were mine or somebody loaned them to me. So I just kind
2: of shrugged. So now everybody's represented, yay. Uh, so uh, so for the attires, Cage is in a fit themed around Cyborg from the Teen Titans. Uh, Shane Mercer comes out in black and yellow tights. RVD is wearing the Red Dragon Singlet he won money in the bank in. Uh, Tyler Breeze is wearing his gold Egyptian fit. Rey Mysterio comes out in a Miami Heat Vice-inspired fit. And then Will Ospreay comes out in the black and green with the fur coat. Pretty standard. All right. This, has, this match has a lot of spots, so I'm going to move kind of quick. Uh, Cage and Mercer start off the match mm-hmm. as the first two. Cage immediately goes for a handspring kick, but Mercer catches him on his shoulders, runs over to the rope, and Widowmakers Cage to the outside onto the steel, pin attempt close to. Uh, cage tries to climb the cage away to grab a hanging sledgehammer, but Mercer gets him into an electric chair position, and then electric chair German suplex, throwing Cage back inside the ring. Mercer goes for a pin, another close two. Cage rolls out of the ring as Tyler Breeze now enters the match. Breeze hits the ropes. Um, rolls off the back slides, rolls off of uh, Mercer's back, slides underneath, and hits a drop kick. then poses for the crowd. He grabs a selfie stick and cracks Mercer in the head with it, and then hits him with a Russian leg sweep with the selfie stick. Uh, Breeze sees Mercer getting up as he poses in the corner. He hits a crossbody into a tornado DDT, spiking Mercer. Cage approaches from behind the chair, but Breeze's supermodel kicks it into his face. He then tosses the chair at Mercer, who catches it, and then he beauty shots Chair into Mercer's face. Mysterio enters the match next, bringing in a ladder out of his pod. He leans it up against the pod. Um, he runs up the ladder onto the pod and then front flips onto Breeze and Mercer. Uh, Cage appears from behind and uh, steps on Ray, so steps on Ray's stomach before hitting a standing moonsault. Uh, Breeze is the first to get up from this and then challenges Cage to a pose off. They both pose and as Breeze starts to hit a second pose. Cage sets the chair upright behind him, grabs Breeze and hits the drill claw, which is a vertical suplex pile driver, onto the upright chair and pins Breeze. Tyler Breeze is eliminated. Um, Will, Will Ospreay enters the match, but sneaks around as the others fight in the ring. Will gets weapons down and starts spreading them around, setting up a table outside the ring. He then starts climbing up the chamber to the top. Ray hits Brian Cage at the 619. Mercer lifts him up into powerbomb position, and Ray West Coast pops him off of Mercer's shoulders. Pin attempt for a shocking two. RVD enters the match. Ray and Shane signal for him to five-star cage. Uh, Hit the five-star frog splash on the cage. Uh, RVD does that, and as the others pile on to pin cage, the ref starts counting. Osprey does a falling moonsault from the top of the chamber, disrupting the pin, leaving everyone in a heap. Why'd he do that? I don't know. Ego, uh, <laughs> and uh, you Remember know when John had a yield? almost he had a heel. It's almost me. <laughs> <heat. laughs> uh, John, did, five... you, did you see Bofo Rock? What? This is this is what Bofo Rock looks like. Yeah, he says ligma balls. <laughs> uh, all five lay in a heap. The crowd is chanting, "This is awesome." Osprey gets up first and he hits each of them with a Robinson special, which is a twisting forearm drop, and then hidden daggers, which is like that reverse elbow thing he does. Uh, onto each person in a circle until he attempts the hidden dagger on Mercer, who catches his arm, hoists Osprey up, and Border tosses him uh, out of the ring through the table on the outside. Uh, Cage low blows Mercer right after that and hits him with Weapon X, which is a gory special into a reverse STO to pin and eliminate Mercer. Uh, Cage that's turns- a good
6: way. That's a good way to describe that move, because I had it. I had it listed as a. Um backpack, and doing the SDL. Uh, I just got it off of the <laughs> fandom wiki. Uh, so. I was watching YouTube videos. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I don't know how the fuck to describe
2: this move. Uh, Cage turns around to a Van Daminator. He lays the chair on Cage and then hits the <laughs> rolling thunder. RVD cl- climbs up for another frog splash, but Cage kips up and throws RVD off the turnbuckle onto the ladder, still leaning up against the pod. He then grabs him and throws him through the glass of the adjacent <laughs> pod and pins him. So, RBD is eliminated. Um, Rey Mysterio is on the other side fighting op- with Osprey. He, When he takes control, he leans Osprey against the steel, grabs onto the change, and swings a- off of them for a modified 619, kicking Osprey into the steel and eliminating Osprey. Only Cage and Mysterio res- remain. Rey tries leg kicks, rolling around him, and even a few chair shots to try to get an advantage. Cage, of course, gets the better of Rey because he's much bigger and tosses him into the corner, where Rey tries to climb the pod to get away, but Cage follows. He then grabs Ray by, like, the mask and, like, the back of his tights, and throws him off the pod, like, basically makes Ray do a backflip off the pod straight onto his stomach. Uh, Cage then flips Ray with his foot and steps on him for the final pin, retaining the Workhorse Championship. Who won? Brian Cage. Okay. Um...
4: I don't really have any like real criticisms. Um like I don't think it's perfect. Like the build I wouldn't say it was perfect, but I don't have anything I hate or anything. The match was really good. Um I'm I'm fine with Brian Cage winning, you're making him like very dominant. Um I'm gonna give it a four point
2: five. I'll take that. Damone's gonna uh, average like a fucking four point seven five I got if I have one fan, Damone is that. If I have two <laughs> fans, Damone is dying. <laughs>
6: um I think this is okay. I think you're building it I don't know if this is what's happening. I'm just gonna say what I feel like is happening. All
2: right.
6: It feels like we're building to a Brian Cage baby face turn hmm. over Simon Dean.
2: Because Simon's trying to
6: do all the like the hey, like the pussy heel shit and Brian Cage is like nah, line him up and I'll knock him down. Like, yeah, and I can see that becoming a like a fault point eventually. (coughs) Maybe we get a payoff with Simon Dean versus Brian Cage. Seems like a fun match. It's not gonna be a good match, but it'll be a fun match. There's a difference.
2: Yeah. It's like one of those ones where like, you know, you the person you pay to see get fucked up gets fucked up.
6: Yeah, exactly. Like like I'm not I'm not watching that match hoping to Thinking see four like fifties and shit. Yeah. yeah. yeah you want to like, see
2: Brian Cage just fucking like, <coughs> beat the fuck out of them. Yeah,
6: I want to see Simon Dean run away for five five or six minutes and then finally get caught and destroyed in three minutes and then the match is over. That's fair.
2: Um glad you're invested in seeing the future. <laughs> Uh, i'm gonna be a i'm
6: gonna be a four this is a good show so far i'm not gonna lie thank you
2: i was really nervous after that long build i was like ah shit here we go again but i'm picking it back up so I'm, I'm appreciative
6: yeah i don't think that i will say going forward i don't think we should allow those super builds no like i i agree one it's hard to pay attention to everything but also like kenny said you could just like put a weaker build in with a stronger build to to make it feel better and it's just
2: yeah that makes sense I just didn't know how to approach the King of the Ring thing the best because I felt like after you had the two semifinal matches, I feel like a lot of that other shit would have felt weird. But if I didn't do that other shit, it would have been incomplete. So I don't know.
1: You may need to learn how to write your shows. Maybe break it up a little bit better as far as how you're going to plan what shows you're going to do.
2: Yeah, but...
1: Because if you... It, the way I see it is if you're having that much trouble explaining it, that you had to do something like that, that maybe yeah. you might have to do a weekly.
2: That makes sense. To, so like, have at least have some of those interactions. You tell them, Mike.
4: I, I actually think you could have done, like, maybe condensed some of them. Yeah. Like, not have gone into all the detail with all the stories. No. Um, I think that's probably would have been the, the easiest solution, would have been to do, like... A, a short build, like for the one side of the bracket, mm-hmm. you explain what happened yeah, to Ali that and them been, got yeah. there, and then the other side of the bracket, you explain how the final two got there for yeah, their part. That makes. Sense. I think that would have been the easier yeah. thing to do. I just also get... is
2: this the first like major tournament we've had? I think so. I was just trying to like. I don't know. Well, no, Travis did the tag tournament. But that was, was oh the yeah, yeah yeah that was that and was... that was in one. What yeah, yeah that was all yeah. matches though that was like no stories I was trying to get everybody yeah. promo time too like yeah this was a, like a... cause I was building, yeah. like a lot of characters got built in that time so I'm thankful I yeah. did it uh, cause like I got like The Miz Cody Rhodes like all these yeah, built true. yeah and you can bury The Rock now you don't never
6: need
4: yeah. to
6: use him again <laughs> <laughs> we'll see I don't I hope you don't
4: I, I'm one of his millions and millions of fans cause
6: here's the thing if he, unless he's gonna continue the feud with The Miz which I don't think he is hmm there's, that, uh, that is the feud that continue is the Miz he's and need, the Rock. No, it's not. He needs to Ligma The the Rock. <laughs> I'm saying the Miz is carrying that feud right now by a lot. Like, I agree. A lot. He's carrying. We don't I know what the Miz is going to do. The no, I, was, I did say a lot. lot. The Miz That's could end, end up being
2: it. the world champion. Sure. The
6: Miz could win the the whole King of the Ring. He's not going to. It's going to be Mus- Mus- Mustafa Ali. You'll and I do because guess who's look at who's the world champion right now, guys. Well, maybe one of them turns face. Maybe maybe MJF loses the title. Yeah. <laughs> maybe one of them turns face.
2: Maybe MJ- Cody Rhodes could have turned yeah. face. MJF has it, got an opponent tonight.
4: Well, he is a face because he's the most beautiful Can man he,
2: in the Kenny world. Kenny could steal my world the championship What if I want to shock y'all and just give Kenny my world title. Just for That'd be wild. You, you, uh, give, you
6: give him your world title, and then John the Great takes it from Jeff Hardy on the next <laughs> uh, DPW hey, show. You never know. <laughs> And you know, you know, uh, JTG's never showing up at BBW. He's toxic. He's has been like, hey, "Look, my title." Ty- 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 hey, I-
2: hey, hey, don't say he's toxic. He's you not. Never, toxic. You y'all know that I'll put he's over toxic. somebody else's champions like that. Y'all He's seen toxic
6: to it. and he's radical.
2: I let Roman Reigns. <laughs> <back> in, <he's laughs> in I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> back in uh, <laughs> TNA, I let Roman Reigns come and destroy my whole roster. I'll put somebody else over. I don't that is fun.
6: wild. I still can't believe that. I was, I was as shocked as you guys were. Let me tell you. When he said that build where he's like, yeah, Roman Reigns came through and whooped everybody on TNA's roster, I was like, that man
2: is God. I wasn't <laughs> mildly
3: surprised. I was fully shocked.
2: <laughs> I, I don't mind putting somebody over. I'm not egotistical like that. Um, we still do need a ratings on the Elimination Chamber from Kenny and Mike, though. Okay.
3: Um,
2: we got side I am a little bit above mid, so I went with
3: a 3.5. I'll take it.
1: Uh-huh. Is a 2.75, guys. Uh...
2: I'm going to go with a three and a half. Okay. All right. Um. Do, so next up is Billy and Chuck versus the underclass gang. Do y'all need any refreshers on what happened in that build? Or um, do you want me to just go straight into the attires in the match? So we're I,
4: good on, I'm good on that build, but I know these,
6: they can't follow along. If y'all so. need me to do a quick refresher, I can do that. What is it again? What's the match?
2: Billy and Chuck versus underclass gang, which is uh, Taz and Eddie Kingston.
6: Yeah, no, Eddie Kingston, Taz kicked out
2: Chuck Palumbo, Billy Gunn still has a hard-on for Chuck Palumbo, and then... And, like, Billy got betrayed by his kid, losing streak. He tried to... <coughs> so, basically, uh, Chuck rescued, Bill, like, Billy just to get back at the Underclass gang. Billy tried to be friends with him. Chuck was like, no, I'm not interested. Um, Chuck's getting I mean... jumped next week. Billy breaks it up. Billy tries to be friends again. Chuck says, dude, fuck off, basically. And then uh, the next week... Uh, well, after... Sorry. Billy gets jumped. Chuck's makes this the big save. And then they actually do become friends, and then Billy has the big moment where he actually wins the the four by f- the four corners match, pinning Eddie Kingston and all that. So, um, so yeah, Billy and Chuck are friends now. Uh, Chuck finally accepted Billy's. Friendship. What's a four corners match? That was in the King of the Ring build. Remember? Uh, what four. is it? It was four tag teams of four, and Billy pinned Eddie Kingston, which might have influenced Chuck's decision. It's a fatal 4 away. Yeah, so Billy got a pin on the last weekly King of the Ring event. Had Billy Gunn pinning Eddie Kingston. Okay. I thought um, a
6: four-corners match is like a, like a Texas bull rope where you got to touch all four corners. I thought so, oh, no. too, when he said it. And I was like, that is...
4: Isn't that what um, ECW called it when it was a fatal four-way? Wasn't it four yeah. corners?
2: Yeah, I think so. I was thinking, like, fatal four-way tag. Um, but was uh, it a tornado tag or was it tag-tag? Tag-tag. How many people were in the ring while they were wrestling? Two. Yuck.
6: Oh. I should give you less money for that. That's such a minute detail. It's not.
2: <laughs> Anyways, does anybody need any more refreshers on this? Keith, build?
6: Keith, when you're when you write your fucking notes, tell John how wrong he is about that last point. Yeah. I know if Keith you're gonna you don't have a, if,
2: if
4: you're gonna have a four quarters match with tags teams, each member of the tag team should be in the ring. Yep. And they shouldn't yep. be able to tag anyone but their partner.
2: Yep. Yeah. Well, that's not on my card, so. I'll be right back. <laughs> Keep going though all right so for the attires uh billy comes out with the bleached hair red outfit while chuck uh is still in his biker attire visibly cringing from his motorcycle as billy does their old entrance to the you
5: look so good, so
2: good to me and chuck is like oh, chuck's on his motorcycle like ah, oh, god fucking damn it <laughs> um, <laughs> and then o- underclass gang comes out in orange and black jumpsuits pretty typical um uh, so Billy starts the match against Eddie Kingston. Billy hits a Thez press to the roar of a crowd, making Eddie pay for all he's done. He takes him to the corner and does the ten punches, wipes his hands, and then does it again. Um, so uh, Billy runs over to Taz and starts throwing hands at him in the corner. But Eddie jumps on him from behind, getting advantage, stomping him while trading tags. Taz takes over the last tag. Taz hits an exploder on Billy into a turnbuckle, hanging him by one leg in the tree of woe. He then runs to the other side, blindsides Chuck, and drop kicks Billy. Taz gets Billy in a rest hold, while Billy elbows Taz. Taz's gut to the collapse of the crowd. Taz throws him off the ropes, and Billy hits a surprise fame asser out of nowhere. The crowd pops for the pin, but Eddie breaks it. Chuck runs into the ring, and big boots Eddie out of the ring. He then hits Taz with a Chuck Deluxe, overhead belly to belly, before getting back to his corner where Billy makes an emphatic tag to him. The hot tag, baby. Uh, Chuck gets a super kick on Taz, and starts to lift him for full throttle, but then hears the sound of his motorcycle revving on the ramp. The camera shows a masked man in black and orange jumpsuit, similar to Kingston and uh, Taz's, on Chuck's bike. Billy runs to him and starts throwing fists uh, before Eddie, uh, before Eddie Kingston hits Billy from behind outside the ring. While Chuck is looking at this scene, Taz locks in the Taz mission from behind, and holds the Taz mission until the ref calls the match. So, Taz... Uh wins the match of the Taz Mission. Um. So the Underclass Gang wins the match, and Eddie grabs a mic and says, Chuck, do you really think we couldn't easily replace you? We
0: replaced you with someone who's tougher, meaner, someone who's really about that action, someone who grew up on the streets of New York like us instead of being a sheltered suburban bitch from Rhode Island. Say hello to the newest member of the Underclass Gang, Big Vito
2: and he is revealed. Uh, so that is the match. <laughs> then he's revealed. This ain't, this, this ain't the dress thing. Veto. This is fucking I, tough guy like ECW Veto. I knew like FBI Veto. As yeah.
6: soon as you said you replaced him, I don't know how, but I knew it was Veto. How I, the fuck did you guess that? He's been popping up on my fucking uh, TikTok so much lately. He follows
0: me on TikTok. How <laughs> 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 the fuck him? But, Put
2: oh, this Vito. on the TikTok demona tag him. Yeah. This uh, is the clip. Vito, really? you follow me on TikTok, I love you, bro. <laughs> You're now in my trio gang with uh Eddie <laughs> Kingston King and, and Taz, bunch of tough ass New Yorkers fucking up Billy and Chuck. Right, I'm yeah, not gonna Vito lie to you.
3: Something. I like when Vito was in the dress. I know they talked shit about it was like a punishment. I did too, but it shouldn't fit this. I
2: I'm just making sure, yo, when y'all were laughing when I said Vito, y'all weren't was... were thinking that I just had him out here in the dress with these guys. Like, obviously wow. he could have been in the dress. I would have been fine. He this was like I, He was low Vito. key scarier with the dress. <laughs> I don't know why. He, that was when he was in the best shape. Is why he was fucking jack then. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like the Taz
6: one. Yeah, I, was I think for Billy and Chuck.
4: Yeah, I think the wrong team won. Wasn't like, clean, I yeah, wasn't clean, you were, I get what you were going for, especially with revealing
6: Vito. Wait, um, wait. Is this going to lead to a re- trio smash? Is Rico coming back? Maybe. I might um, not a couple points now. But let me that. let me find out that they, Rico doesn't come back in the next match between either of these people who get <laughs> a point
2: .5. I'm letting you know right now. <laughs> so it is three on two. They got to equal that out. Um... <laughs> I'll play with my heart, John. <laughs> you just gave
1: um, him his. He just gave him his
2: next good, good score. Good. Well, hey. I, I was already. Never mind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, it's I'm pretty gonna... obvious. Like, yeah, sure, right. you
4: were. Um,
2: I hinted at in the chat like six months ago.
4: <laughs> um, I, I like. That. I think the wrong team won, but I get what you're going for. I think it was uh, the. Um, the build is part of the other build. But um, overall, I think the match was okay. Hmm. It wasn't, like, my favorite match or anything. So I'm going to give this a
2: 3.25.
6: Okay. Give me the finish one more, one more game.
2: Okay. Let me go back to that spot. So uh, Chuck gets a super kick on Taz and starts to lift him for full throttle, his finisher, and then he hears the sound of his motorcycle revving from the ramp. The camera shows a masked man in the tracksuit similar to theirs on the bike. Billy... Gets off the apron and runs to go start fighting him, and then Eddie gets Billy from behind. So, and while Chuck is watching this shit happen, Taz locks in the Taz mission and holds it till he's passed out, and the ref calls the match. Is he wearing the helmet as the mask? Uh, fuck it, yes. (laughs) That would make the most sense. Yes. Just fighting death. It's (laughs) Krabs Punk from Eric
6: Andre. It's got the fucking macaroni (laughs) shit. um i like this actually the more that i think about it and the more i put the pieces together about rico coming back and like this is
4: a... the potential yeah,
6: yeah not... but rico's not he's not you can't no but i can judge based off what i think's gonna happen yeah mm-hmm. it's
2: based on what you see i like thought you got a three-on-two advantage here who else has been with billy and chuck in a three-person environment what do, you th- what do you think mike what you said
6: I thought, and then you stopped and smiled. So I I
1: think know. no. I just think that basing it off of what you see and basing Mike, it off gave, what you, you think is going to happen are two different things. So yeah,
4: like, yeah. I don't want to hear that. I got judged for a match that never fucking happened. So, yeah, that so, <laughs> was, so I
1: was, yeah, trying, yeah, was I two bucket verses ago, and you. I sucked, do this a lot, so. though. So when I'm watching WWE, <laughs> I beat you.
2: When, when yeah, doing, well, I didn't know what I was doing. When, when, when I'm watching WWE or AEW, <laughs> not right? And like, yeah, that's
1: why I'm beating you, bitch.
2: I right. let, let me explain this line. Of thinking. I'm arguing with moon. <laughs> I'm resolving the conflict. <laughs> when you see like an outcome on like WWE or AEW, and you think this obviously is leading to here, you know what I mean? Like yeah, but I could be wrong. We could be. But that's usually still not are. judging you for what you I go. see. Oh no, when I see something, I'm, I'm like. But when there's so many hints there that this is where it's going, like uh then like yeah i'll judge based off that like i'm trying to think of a recent example oh when fucking uh roman beats cena brock comes out we know it's brock versus roman again i don't want that fucking match boom i rate it based off that it it takes off of roman and cena's match because it's building to brock and brock and roman which i don't want does that make sense,
6: yeah, the sure. logic makes
2: sense. Um, i still think you're missing
1: what i'm saying but that's fine can you say it okay. again what were you saying me yeah I still think that you're that you you guessing on what it is is still not basing your rating on what you're seeing. It's based, still helping it, rating it so, on what you think might happen, which is no different from not basing it off of just what
6: you see. Okay, can I explain myself sure. and see if this changes your opinion? Uh, if sure. I'm watching the show, right, and I think this is it, this is the end of the feud. This match is the last one ever between them. Whoever wins, this is the one, right? And wow. underclass gang wins. I don't like that. If I'm watching the show and I think as it happens, I see how it plays out, and I see that they just released this, cheated them out of their victory. They gave them a third, a third member, and I'm sitting here like, I don't know. Maybe it's not Rico, but I think that they're going to keep going with this. Some third person is going to join their fucking team, and they're going to fight each other again. <coughs> I like that, and that's the side I'm leaning on. So therefore, I'm going to give you a four point seven five.
1: Thank you. Mike, did you give me a number? No. I didn't like it as much as he did. Um, That's fair. I thought it was alright. I'm going to go with a 3.25.
2: Okay.
4: What did D-Money give it? 3.25. 3.25. No, Kenny, what it, do you think? Oh, is, I, I, I honestly gave right
3: it 3.25 as well.
4: All right. Yeah, this is your weakest so far. I like this shit. This might be your best match so
3: far to me all right so now the weakest was that rock shit, but actually not yes. the, the very beginning that ligma beginning. balls <laughs>
2: um so a video this is on the first week of the build i'm not going to announce the match yet you'll you'll get you'll know it in a few minutes um so a video shows a limo pulling up to a big casino with a red carpet rolled out a li- the limo reads very rich very famous and out <laughs> the back door comes dan Housen, boogeyman and big show sporting tuxedos and their trio belts they're stopped on the way mm-hmm. in but dan Housen walks through all security saying Excuse me, hello. We're actually very rich and very famous, we'll, so we'll be doing whatever evil things we like. Uh, they try to stop him, but he curses the guards and they topple over. It then shows a montage of the music of Betty, Get Money by Young Gravy. The montage shows them playing poker and sweeping the table, Danhausen struggling to do the slot machine, Boogeyman being served a cocktail and putting worms in it, women with Danhausen and Boogeyman face paint twerking on him, Big Show scaring off suspicious casino owners, and Boogeyman counting cards in blackjack. The montage ends as the song does with them going back to the limo with a stack of cash. After this montage, a number one contender match takes place on Malice, where the private practice defeats Sanity to become the number one contenders. Um, the next week, Boogeyman faces Wagner, Dr. Wagner one on one, with Denhausen and Dr. Stevie on commentary. The entirety of the match is them arguing with each other, with Stevie saying,
0: There's no way you believe anything you say on a weekly basis. You're not rich famous, or even evil, you're actually
2: a kind person. You have delusions of grandeur. That means you think of yourself bigger than you actually are. Danhausen responds, No need to imagine myself bigger when I span at a seven feet tall and weigh over 300 pounds. <laughs> Furthermore, American Express says my outstanding balance is $20,000, so I am <laughs> in fact very rich. Uh, Steve yells, Outstanding balance means you owe that money! Danhausen yells, now they're congratulating me on my outstanding balance. They email me twice a day. Uh, uh,
0: Stevie says, you need therapy.
2: Next week, I'm going to give you a formal diagnosis. Dan Housen says, I'll have to get my suit from the dry cleaners. <laughs> uh, as Wagner hits a Wagner John, driver and pins the boogeyman. <laughs> <laughs> so the third week, a live therapy session takes place uh, with Stevie and Danhausen in chairs with the respective teams behind him. Dr. Stevie opens by saying, "Now, Danhausen, so he's got that i 'I'll show you, you'll see' voice. I'm trying to do it. Uh, <laughs> after talking to you in person for the first time, I grew to be a bit concerned. I see someone who is detached from reality, and that is a danger to yourself, your loved ones, and society. I'm going to ask you a few questions. First, what is your height and weight? Seven foot three, 360 pounds, 60 pounds. Okay." Do you consider yourself to be a celebrity, Danhausen? Lets the crowd cheer before he says, "Yes, I'm very famous." Do you think there's consequences to your actions? Well, I suppose there would be if, if I wasn't a world-renowned, beloved celebrity. But everyone loves that Danhausen. What happens if someone does not love that Danhausen? They would have been cursed. So, do you believe you're stronger than everyone? Perhaps. Absolutely delus- delusional. <clears throat> maybe even psychotic. That means a disconnect from reality. You know what, Danhausen? I want you to curse me right now. You don't want that. Curse me! St- Dr. Stevie, you don't understand. Curse me! Danhausen gets up and curses Stevie before Stevie super kicks his lights out. Uh, Boogeyman and Big Show throw Wagner and Stevie into the corners and start punching away until Britt Baker jumps onto the Big Show's back. Show tries to shake her off without hurting her, looking conflicted. Boogeyman pulls Britt off of Big Show's back, grabs her, and starts to pull the worms out before Big Show breaks it up and the private practice gets away. All right. On the fourth week, Britt comes out without Stevie and Wagner say, Last week, the brilliant Dr. Stevie dove deep into the deranged mind of Danhausen and exposed him for what he is, a delusional carny. Everything you see and laugh at is just a stupid gimmick, while the private practice is a stable of learned doctors. I graduated from the University of Pittsburgh School of Dental Medicine. Dr. Stevie graduated from TNA University with doctorate in psychology. And Dr. Wagner graduated from Universidad de de Llena de Mierda with a degree in anatomy. That means the study of the human body. The amount of intelligence. This amount of intelligence will lead BBW's trio's division to new heights. Actual ones, unlike the Dan and the, and the Big Show. Speaking of Big Show, let's all have a laugh at last week when he was scared to fight little old Dr. Britt Baker. Why don't you ha- come out here and face me like a man? Leave the clowns backstage. Big Show comes out and says, Listen, I'm very sorry about last week. If my teammate stepped out of line, I'd take full responsibility. It was never my intent to hurt you. Uh, Britt chuckles and says, You don't respect me, do you? You don't think I belong because I'm a woman. Just come out and say it. Big Show sighs and says, It's not because of gender. I feel like with the size difference between us is unfair. I don't want to shorten your career. Britt says, Well, isn't Danhausen the same size as you? If that's the case, you have to question the morality of your friend. If not, you have to admit that he's a psychotic liar. Show looks conflicted, and then along with a big O from the crowd, uh, Britt boots Big Show in the nuts, sending him to a knee. Britt then hits a shining wizard, a la Adam Cole, then she then pulls out a plastic mask from her lab coats and puts it on Big Show's face. She rolls out of the ring and then pulls out a blue metal tube, and then Shannon on the commentary goes, Is that laughing gas?! Uh, she starts the connect it before Boogeyman and Danhausen run down to the ring and make the save while Britt Baker is screaming, you will respect me, unmiced. Uh, so for the attires, uh, the big boogie Housen, is in black and red standard attires. Private practice is in all gold lab coats and gear. For the match, Danhausen, Housen and Britt Baker start the match. Britt overpowers Dan Housen with every tie-up. Britt throws him into her team's corner and woo-chops him, then tags Dr. Stevie. Danhausen tries to climb the top rope away from Stevie, but Stevie hits an avalanche, goddamn Russian leg sweep. Pin attempt for two. Uh, Stevie tags Britt, and uh, they charge up in the corner for double super kicks. And when they throw them, Danhausen bridges back and crabs walk, crab walks to his corner to tag the Boogeyman. Boogeyman comes in hot, throwing Britt off the boat, the ropes for a big boot. Boogeyman lifts her up and hits a fallaway slam. Big Show steps into the ring and tells him he can't beat up a girl like that. Uh, when Big Show gets in the ring, Wagner and Stevie get defensive and run up on Big Show. Chaos ensues until Danhausen climbs the top rope and Trust falls onto the other five, knocking them down like bowling pins as they topple over each other. Boogeyman is hanging below the bottom rope of the apron and grabs his bag of worms. As he puts them into Stevie's mouth, Britt hits him with the Shining Wizard. Danhausen scurries to the corner and reaches f- into his coat before Britt yells, Looking for these? Holding up Danhausen's jar of teeth. She then puts her foot on Danhausen's chest in the corner. Uh, Danhausen attempts to hit his signature low blow, but then has that Bobby Hill moment, realizing that doesn't work on a woman. Britt starts to move her jar towards him. She's bluffing.
6: The... Finish her!
2: <laughs> uh, Brit starts to move the jar towards him until a big hand grabs her throat. Big Show picks her up and choke slams her over the top rope onto the apron. Wagner from behind with a super impressive feat of strength. Lifts Big Show and hits him with a backdrop. He then grabs Boogeyman and hits a Wagner driver. He goes for the pin, but the ref knows Wagner isn't the legal man. Wagner snaps at the ref before grabbing Baker, rolling her into the ring and putting her on top of the Boogeyman. One, two, pin broken up by Danhausen. Wagner goes over and grabs him by the hair. And the ref is trying to talk Wagner out of the ring. Danhausen low blows Wagner while the ref isn't looking. Boogeyman is able to crawl to the apron and tag the Big Show and when the ref when the ref turns around. Big Show looks out, looks at the turnbuckle, and the crowd pops. Uh, voice correct. And uh, the crowd pops. He climbs up and hits a BME on Brit and pincer one, two, three for the big boogie housing to retain the championships.
6: This is okay. You said who hit the BME?
2: Uh, big Show's. It's the biggest moonsold ever. So it oh, doesn't. God. It doesn't do the Christopher Daniel shit. He okay, I was insult. about to say that's wild. Yeah, <laughs> he no, no, he calls his moon salt the big the BME. Oh, God.
4: <clears throat> the outstanding credit was fucking
6: hilarious.
4: I was dying.
6: Yeah, there was a, <laughs> Dan Housen and, and Stevie Richards are good together.
4: Yeah, <laughs> there was a lot of stuff I
1: liked, mostly the Dan Housen stuff. Mm. Um i'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give you four and a quarter
2: thank you
4: like it wasn't perfect right and I thought for a moment you were leaning it you were gonna have like big show falling in love with Britt Baker hmm. um interesting it's like that's why he didn't want to like hurt her um <clears throat> I don't want to say the wrong team won but I almost kind of wish the wrong this one. So that you could continue this feud. That makes um, sense. Well, you I'm gonna give you
6: what? You can't continue the feud. Just make up an excuse.
4: Well, yeah, obviously, but it would be easier to if they won. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna give you a three point
5: nine
2: five. Okay. I'll give you a five. There's nothing wrong with this. Yeah the travis five let's go what do you think kenny i know that i know dan um, um, I, I
3: honestly here's the thing i i can't stand dan house and i think he's corny as hell but i think this but i think this was really good though i think he said a lot of clever stuff this time around so i gave you a
2: five i didn't see anything wrong with this damn i got a dan house and kenny five whoo yeah, honestly uh, the oh, more tomorrow. i
4: think of it i can't take off that much I can't give you a five, but I'll give you a four. I bump his up to a four point seven five. Like yeah. the the Ooh,
3: three point nine five, a four point seven five. Yeah, what because like
4: about? because the more you, you talk, the more I think of it, they like, didn't I don't have say any, anything. They said they no. Didn't. I'm saying per, me myself. Um, the more I think of it, I don't have that much. I I like ninety nine percent of it. The only thing I didn't really like is the I can't like I said I can't even say the wrong team won. 'Cause I don't hate that Dan Housen's team won either. Mm. So like I I like I said, it's not perfect, but I don't have anything to take a whole dollar twenty five or dollar whatever it was off. So I think you're perfectly
2: justified. So <laughs> for what? Yeah, bump it up. How much more do you have left? Uh I have a one more segment and two more matches. Okay. All right. So um Owen Hart is shown sitting in a dark room that is candlelit, kind of like dark spooky he says I'm sorry it was my mistake that led us here I've spent the last 48 hours awake thinking of what I can do to make this right and I don't know if there's a way I will never forgive myself Eddie I'm sorry I'm sorry that I pulled a knife and attempted to end your life and most of all I'm sorry that it didn't work I'm sorry that I didn't beat you bad enough in the strap match that you would go away and never come back. I'm sorry that you lived to make the biggest mistake of your life. Bigger than the drugs, negligence, lying, cheating, and stealing. Your biggest mistake to date was when you took my opportunity away for the second time. I'm sorry, but you won't live to see a third. You are on a fast track to hell and I will be your tour guide along the way. Your final destination will be Hell in a Cell. And five. Then... That's yeah. it? And that's is that promo. it?
6: Yep, yeah, that's it. Five. Yeah. Yeah, that was perfect. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That John's an average high as fuck on this
2: show. Yeah, yeah, he is. I did this the dangerous. Travis method j- <laughs> method of doing a lot of shit. Damn, Travis bought us <lawn is> up.
4: <laughs>
2: I don't
1: I'm not at a five. I'll go with a four. Why? I don't know.
6: I just No, is, give it a five. <laughs> if you don't know, then give it a five.
1: Yeah, I, I we need an
6: explanation. Explanation is fuck both of you. That's that's this, isn't, it, this isn't entertaining <laughs> for the, the the audience at all. We're doing a show here. I understand. I just Cause your grading your scale right now based on previous shows and this one is just whatever mike feels like in the moment oh well, yeah <laughs> there's no reasoning yeah. at all for anything ever um fine just give him a five i'll oh, see he, so he travis doesn't... is my fucking man <laughs> i want mike to like put some effort into his ratings that's all i want like an explanation yeah like anything <laughs> say what you liked or didn't like anything I feel like Mike zones out to here as I start throwing numbers and he picks one from midair. He's like, oh <laughs> this one." There you go. Yeah, he has like fucking pop sticks of every possible rating. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, what do you think?
3: I gave you a five. <laughs> Ooh.
6: You're lucky. You're welcome. It's funny it. you
3: got two dead people talking about killing each other. But... <laughs> hey, it's supposed to be a triple threat with Crispin if you keep talking like that. <laughs> hey, I, I'm not. If you do that, you're going to get a fire from me. I mean, you might not get a fire from Mike, but might you, get, you might you, get kicked me. off the show, but that's
1: fine. <laughs>
5: he
1: Mike, Chris... can't, Mike can't kick you off the show right. himself. Don't, yes. don't let him think he I'm has I'm not that putting power Crispin. Uh, in Crispin that. Wa- he, no, he's, he's bad. Hey, his name is Crispin. You said his name. Crispin I don't wrong. give
3: a shit. Crispin. I don't He's care. <laughs> He's it's going to
2: be Crispin. David Benoit. Crispin hua. <laughs> Are Y'all ready for the next match? Yes. All right. So Stephen A. Smith is showing <laughs> on the screen saying, it's about that time. That, that some teacher shit, by the way. I'm sorry, but keep going. <laughs> it's about that time.
0: Up next, we have our King of the Ring finals
2: in a steel cage. I'm here with your our finalists, and I got some questions. My first question is to you, Miz. You've been in the main event before, and you've held world championships numerous times. Do you feel like you want this as badly as your opponent? Miz says, Let me tell you something, Steven. My entire career, everything I've do has had its legitimacy questioned, and it makes me sick. I am an elite actor, and I am an elite wrestler, and I have nothing left to prove. since everyone wants to doubt me, I'm going to make a bigger example out of this nobody than I did The Rock. Ali, take a look at me and realize a big mistake You made by being in my way tonight. After I mangle you in that cage, no one will ever question my drive or my toughness again. And he walks away. Stephen A. turns to Ali and asks, Your opponent has much more experience than you in these big high-stakes matches. What's going through your mind before the biggest match of your career to date? Ali responds, For Miz, this is business as usual. Gather a couple friends, steal a couple matches, get ahead. Rinse and repeat. For me, this is everything I've ever dreamed of. This is the moment where I change the connotation of my name. This is the moment where I change everything. This is the night where I make myself a somebody in this business. Mm. And Ms. good luck. You're going to need it. All right? So they're still in the same attires. Ms. in the purple. Ali in the black and yellow. Uh... No time is so. There in the, Here's the match. No time is wasted as both men dash to the center of the ring and start brawling. Ali is getting the better of him. Miz misses a leg kick. Ali drop kicks the leg, knocking Miz down. Miz scurries to a corner, uh, with Ali, uh, with Ali following. Then trips Ali into hitting the turnbuckle. He then throws Ali into the cage. Miz starts climbing the cage and gets about midway up. Uh, Ali catches up, throws a couple forearms to the back. He then jumps off the cage. And twists into a sunset flip. And Miz comes off the cage side. Pin attempt two. So he kind of like does like a twisting thing into a sunset flip off. Uh, Miz regains the momentum and climbs to the second rope for an axe handle. But Ali hits a double jump X-Factor. Ali hits a rana, but Miz holds him in powerbomb position. Ali grabs onto the cage and attempts to climb. Miz grabs Ali's foot and pulls him down face first into the top rope. Pin attempt and two. Miz attempts a skull-crushing finale, but Ali reverses into an Ultimo Dragon DDT. Miz hits the it-kicks and goes for the swinging DDT, but Ali gets a schoolboy that Miz barely kicks out of. Miz gets frustrated and starts bashing Ali's head into the cage and slamming his back into it. As Ali falls towards the middle of the ring, Miz gets up and hits a reality check. Pin attempt for a 2.9, and Miz is irate. Miz pulls Ali up by his hair. Um, but Ali hits it, jumping in Zagiri out of nowhere to create some distance. He then backs up and hits a super kick to daze the Miz, but it doesn't knock him down. Ali runs over to the opposite corner, jumps off the second rope, and twists back into a picture-perfect tornado DDT, spiking Miz near the corner. Uh, Ali climbs the top rope for his 054, but pauses, gives a slow look to the camera, and listens to the crowd. Shannon Sharp is screaming, Oh, no, don't do this. You're going to throw this whole damn match away. Ali climbs to the top of the cage, looks up to the sky, and jumps off the cage for a massive 054. but Miz is able to scurry out of the way and Ali goes crashing down to the mat. After multiple replays of Ali's impact hitting the floor and holy shit chance! the camera pans over to Ali laying out cold and then a Miz who at first looks at shocked, but then realizes that this is his opportunity and he smiles from ear to ear and goes for a pin attempt. One, Two, Ali gets a fingertip on the bottom rope. Miz is not just annoyed, he is flat-out disgusted. Boo. Uh, Miz angrily lifts up a lifeless Ali, dragging him to the middle of the ring. He grabs an arm for a skull-crushy fin- skull-crushing finale. But Ali, in a split-second rush, grabs the arm and pulls Miz down into a koji clutch, using everything he has left. Commentary is screaming,
0: No way! No way! He's going to pull this out! No way!
2: Um, the crowd is screaming Ali has a crazed look in his eyes pulling Miz with every remaining bit of consciousness running on adrenaline alone as Miz is panicked trying to scratch the canvas and claw his way to a rope Miz makes no progress towards the ropes and Ali keeps cranking Miz realizes he's done and taps out Uh, Ali immediately lets go and lays limp in the center of the ring Shannon Sharp saying on commentary, Tonight, history was made, A Common Man became a superhero, and silenced his doubters. What a valiant display. And Skip says, And a reckless one. I'm, a, I'm as shocked as The Miz that he was able to do that. But the real question remains, will he even be 100% to face the world champion at final destination? Um, the ref has to get down and hold Ali's hand up as he's announced King of the Ring. Miz is able to angrily make his exit before Ali is helped up and out of the ring. What move did he make him tap out to again? The Koji Clutch. That's his like right. submission finisher. He used that mostly when he was like a heel. So because he wasn't doing the four fifty or the 054 then. But that. So he basically Miz was like hooking his arms for skull crushing finale, and Ali twisted around the back and pulled him down for a Koji Clutch. Until he like fucking. Got Miz to tap out and then passed out himself. Um
3: I went with a three.
2: Three? Alright. Um, yeah, I think, think
6: I, the wrong person won
1: <laughs> I like the match. I think the wrong person won. I, I think that Miz should have came away as the uh, king of the ring. Um other than that, I mean, I thought I thought it was fun. I liked the false finishes. Um,
6: I'm gonna go with the four. All right, Mustafa Ali is uh, being shoved down our throats. Um, but y'all like. Most I feel <laughs> like yeah,
4: and it's hard to do a. I I get it's hard to do a baby face and have it not feel like that.
2: Um. Because y'all be liking all the heels is the thing. Y'all right. a bunch of evil motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. True. If if y'all ran the book at well if, Well, I'll say this differently. If ratings ran the book at verse all the time it'd just be heel versus heel versus heel versus heel. <laughs> Well, but then I try to like-
4: say he would he doesn't like that. Give us we wouldn't get the high rating It'd for be it. Tessa versus Sarah Del Ray <laughs> versus the Miz That's versus Cody match. Rose. Tessa versus Sarah Del Ray is a dream match.
6: you alls white heels for days.
4: Um JTV <laughs> versus Jamie Noble. I was
6: cheering look, I was cheering for uh John Boxley, but he got retired. Um, <laughs>
2: you weren't cheering for Chef O'Reilly.
6: I was fully died. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, fully. I was Y'all, cheering Y'all for Big, cheer Foley, for Big Foley Foley dying.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I was cheering for hey, sacrifices had to be made. Daniel
2: Bryan was a good baby face. That's in, true, but was he a heel for a while in the first No, he was moment. a baby
6: face the whole time. Was he? Yeah. I, he was I think
4: he just was like more heelish when he faced Chris Bay, but And uh, yeah, he was Andy Yeah, cuz
6: I was going to I was going to turn him heel. But I decided not to. <laughs> okay, because I, I thought, was, I was I thought he was healing the high. first
2: one when he faced Bay and Malenko.
6: No, when he faced Malenko, was definitely the heel because Malenko hit him with the "How are you the best wrestler on the planet?" or "How are you the best wrestler alive?" when like, I'm still breathing. I was like, "That's the best line ever written in book of verse." <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. I will die <laughs>
2: on that <laughs> hill. Ligma balls and Slugma weed better. No, I'm still,
1: I'm still at. Take two of these and call me in the morning. I do quote that a little bit, Mike. So you're <laughs> up
6: there. You're you're probably two. You're probably second best. Um, no I'll never forgive you,
2: No, I'll never forgive yeah. you. Was the most quoted. No. That made me
6: so mad when you said bitch. Yeah, ads. Ads. I said bitch, hey, ads. bitch ads. That's some pimps. <laughs>
2: Y'all know about that. So I'm waiting on ratings. So I from got, uh, just me, I think. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait, I'm gonna you know, give it giving Travis a... never gave a number. <laughs> I thought I said
6: three. Oh, <laughs> right, yeah. So, all right. So Sorry, on. Keith.
4: Uh, I'm going to give it a three... Yeah, just a straight three. Like it's a little bit above mid.
6: Okay.
2: Alright. So, sorry, we got two more matches, so I was a little bit wrong, but this one's going to be kind of short. Uh, so, over the past two months, Brian Kendrick has rejuvenated his career. He's been on proving grounds, racking up wins against local talent and silent wrestlers, wrestlers alike, using brutal, strong style and lots of submissions. He's begun calling himself the elitist, but it's spelled like uh elite-est, Uh, and saying that he's a wrestling purist. He hates that wrestling has become about everything but wrestling itself. He has a vignette on the episode of Malice after Taboo Tuesday saying that that's why he's going after Macho Man next. Macho Man personified his problem with the direction wrestling has gone, and he's going to pick him apart and restore honor to the Western Hemisphere Championship. Next week, Macho Man is backstage with Stephen A. Smith and has asked his thoughts about Brian Kendrick. And Randy says... Brian Kendrick thinks he's ready to tussle with the Macho Man, but he doesn't have the tools to do the job. And lifts up a toolbox.
0: See, <laughs> Macho Man is a Mack truck. Big, strong,
2: fast, and deadly. Then well, pulls
4: Bri- out a, a toy. <laughs> I'm, get,
2: I'm getting to that. Well, Brian Kendrick is like a Tesla. He pulls out a little toy car out of his toolbox. Small, fragile, overrated, and explodes on himself under the slightest bit
0: of pressure. Oh, yeah. Kendrick you think you're good enough to take my title, but you're not strong enough to take my trash to the garbage can.
2: Pulls out a trash bag.
0: <laughs> because you're wimpy, 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 and I'm FDFDF.
2: And then Macho Man is attacked from behind and thrown into the backdrop. Kendrick grabs Stephen A. Smith by the shirt and says into the mic. The joke is over. And it's about time this title and this sport were taken seriously. And I am going to ensure just that. On the third week, Kendrick is having a match against Cameron Grimes. Um, sorry, one second. A match against Cameron Grimes. Kendrick has Grimes and Cloverleaf when Macho Man appears on the screen behind the wheel of a car saying, Brian Kendrick, last week you were really tough attacking me from behind, but I wanted to give you a preview of what happens when we have a head-on collision, oh yeah. And the camera shows Macho Man driving a semi-truck into a Tesla, destroying it. While Kendrick is distracted, Grimes rolls him up and gets away. You sound like uh, Muscle Man from the regular show. (laughs) Who do you think that's based off of? You sound like... All right, on the go-home show, a mixed tag match is booked where Macho Man and Kelly Kelly face Brian Kendrick and Jillian Hall. Uh, Hall accidentally distracts Kendrick as he's climbing up top. Macho hits a superplex. Macho elbow drops Kendrick, but then tags Kelly Kelly to elbow drop him and Kelly Kelly pin Brian Kendrick and humiliate him. Um... on Wrestlepalooza Night 1, Macho Man does an improv show during the day of Russell Wrestlepalooza Day 1 and gets attacked by Brian Kendrick mid-skit. He yells at the audience that he can't believe that they pay for this nonsense and that it is disgraceful. Um, for the attires, Brian Kendrick is wearing snakeskin long tights and a purple leather jacket while Macho Man is in lime green trunks with lime green and lilac entrance gear and tassels. Uh, so for the match, Macho Man flexes in Brian Kendrick's face. Kendrick grabs the arm and twists and sweeps Macho's leg, grabs the head and does a handstand uh, headlock. He then starts clubbing his back and puts him in a half-Nelson. Kendrick is simply wrestling circles around Savage. Kendrick gets Savage twisted in a Texas cloverleaf, but the crowd claps for Savage, who makes it to a rope. Kendrick tries to kick Savage's leg from underneath him, but Savage jumps to dodge. Kendrick runs at him, but Savage overhead tosses Kendrick to the outside. Macho Savage climbs to the top rope and axe handles Kendrick outside the ring. Savage backdrops Kendrick onto the apron, then quickly lifts him again and does it onto the announce table, then quickly does it back again onto the apron, and then rolls him back into the ring. Uh, Savage throws Kendrick in the corner and begins the 10 punches, but Kendrick slides under and pulls Savage down into the turnbuckle. He then locks Savage into the tarantula, and uh, once Macho is let go from the 5 count in the tarantula... Macho is limping after he's released. Kendrick springboards up, but Macho reverses with a code breaker. Pin attempt and two, two count. Macho struggles to get up and, and attempts to reverse atomic drop, but his knee gives when he lifts Kendrick and Kendrick grabs his head, pulls him to the corner and hits slice bread number two. Pin attempt two. Uh, Kendrick hits the ropes and runs at Macho, but Macho reverses with a lariat takedown. But after he hits this, Macho is holding his knee as he forces himself up to the top rope and jumps off for an elbow drop, he's able to pin Kendrick one, two, three, but he can't stay standing to hold up his title, and his knee is clearly having problems. So Macho Man is the winner, but his knee is clearly fucked up.
4: This is a little bit above mid. Like, I'm not like super invested in it. Um,. I'm going to give it a three. All right. I'm That's glad the
1: title's off. on someone else.
4: Um,
1: I'm glad the right man won. It was just mid, though. Uh, what do you, what do you um, mean the mid...
4: title's on someone else? What? What do you mean the uh, title wasn't? Uh, there?
1: Wasn't his title on... No, Macho, on Macho man. man now, right? Yeah. Macho Man had March it. Man. Yeah, oh, right. For some reason, I thought it was on what... Uh...
2: You're thinking of CBW when Kendrick was world no.
1: champion. Yeah, I am. I'm glad, just glad it's not on Kendrick. I'm still going to go just above mid. We're going three and a quarter. All right.
6: I think this was just there. I don't think there was much good to it at all. The, the Macho Man promo was kind of funny. Um. Yeah, I, I don't – this didn't need to be here. This is a downer. This is a two for me. All right.
3: Yeah, I I wasn't really feeling any of it. Um, I just went with the one. One. Yeah, I I wasn't feeling it. I <laughs> don't. Then the, the the one came from Macho Bear promo. I like I like a little bit of that, but other than
2: that, it was like, nah. damn. Kenny's on yeah. a mission to drag me. That down. toolbox was funny. No, I'm not. It was just Man, yeah, was but that's what I liked. I Honestly, the rest of it was I, pretty
3: much just noise in the background. I felt like
1: I thought the toolbox was the worst part of the promo.
3: No, that was the best part. It's like, uh, <laughs> I mean, it was ass, but it was like, but it was funny. <laughs> it, it, it sounds like
4: something Macho Man would do. <laughs> it's, a, it's a quintessential
2: it's... Macho Man promo.
1: That's the end of your show? No. That's not oh, the you got event. more?
4: I thought you said you had two matches.
2: I was and
1: wrong. one I said, segment. I said, I said that... I, I'm going to bed. I'm going to have to do this later. I, I stuck around because. Well,
6: there's one more match.
1: Well, I understand. I got to get up in like four hours. Just go. Bye, Mike. So I will rate your last. Um, one tomorrow, Mike. Better
6: send us a, a good morning text at 3 30 in the morning, or we're not doing it. <laughs> I ain't doing <laughs>
1: shit. You can fuck off.
2: Um, I'm going to bed. I will do your last rating tomorrow at work. All right, y'all ready for the world championship match? Yes, all right. So, as you know, uh, it was announced on week one. This is just a recap that was already done. So, week one's was a recap. Uh, MJF was shown the M- the king of the ring bracket. He buries them, insists he's taking the next month off. Ball surprises him with the Hardy match. And MJF is going to tell Hardy exactly what he thinks of him. So week two, MJF comes out and says, Last week, I said that I would tell Meth Hardy exactly what I feel about him in great detail. And the more I thought about it, the less words were needed (coughs) to describe him. In fact, I can describe Jeff Hardy in just two words. Wasted life. Pun intended. You're all probably thinking I'm some evil piece of shit saying that about everyone's hero so I figured I'd spend my time tonight explaining why I feel that way I'm no different than any of you I spent my a lot of my life loving Jeff Hardy so let's just start on the timeline in April 2003 I had just turned eight years old and like most boys my age I thought Jeff Hardy was the coolest person alive and I watched every week hoping he have another big moment well, his next big moment was getting fired because he couldn't piss in a cup or admit he had a problem. The next few years, I became well acquainted with our good friend, the Internet. I searched and searched to find out if he was okay, what he was doing, and where he would be next. Uh, Sorry. Uh, unfortunately, all I found was TNA Wrestling, and I should hate him for that alone. My good friend Internet told me in August 2006 that Jeff was clean and coming back. He did, but that big moment never came because every three to six weeks, he was pulled for another drug test. He gets his last chance, but in 2008, he has that big moment, but I feel more scared than happy. Instead of enjoying the moment, I can only question how long it will last. And I was correct to
0: wonder this because he left us again in 2009 and no one knew
2: why. But the internet reassured me, the internet comforted me that he left on his own terms. But that was full of shit because he was arrested for being a one-man drug cartel one year later. But 2009 was a blessing in disguise. I began my journey following another wrestler who exposed Jeff before I could figure it out. Named CM Punk. And for the next decade, he was proven right as you racked up as as many DUIs as you did titles. Jeff, you taught me an important lesson. You taught me that people are inherently evil and that I will step on every one of them, holding my place on top, Never letting anyone down. Never leaving. Never on. And then Jeff Hardy's music hits. And the BBW crowd erupts seeing him for the first time. Jeff said... And his, I can't do his North Carolina ass accent. What's up, BBW? Hello, MJF. Fi- finally nice to see you face to face. He starts slowly walking to the ring saying... Part of the reason these fans have stayed with me through everything, all the mistakes and failures is because I always keep it real with them. It's no secret. I've messed up a lot of times. I've let a lot of people down. I've hurt a lot of people deeply. So deeply that I don't know if I'll ever make it right. Maxwell, I say this sincerely. I'm sorry my actions have hurt you. Where my accountability stops and where yours begins is when you look in the mirror and stop blaming me, CM Punk, or anyone else for you fundamentally changing as a person. You did that. You chose to be evil, sick, and toxic as much as I ever did to use drugs or alcohol. He rolls in the ring and says, I do owe you one more apology because in three weeks, you will feel pain and disappointment one more time at my hands when I take that BBW championship. MJF chuckles and says, I have an intuition that you won't be winning my championship. In fact, I have something That says, you won't be making it to the match at all. And he reaches into his suit pocket, into the inner lining, and pulls out a breathalyzer. Uh, Jeff rolls his eyes and turns to the crowd, but MJF immediately whacks him in the head with it, knocking him to the ground and bashing Hardy with the breathalyzer until he's busted open. He quickly gets out of the ring and screams, unmiked, You will never hurt me again! Never! And then, that is it. Alright, so week three. The next Sunday, the night before Malice... Various wrestling news sites report that Hardy has been arrested in another drug bust even larger than his last and that he's likely to see prison time. His bail is at $200,000 and Matt and Reby have stated online that they won't be bailing him out. On Malice, MJF comes out and gets a mixed reaction, actually getting some cheers. He opens, uh, saying, Jeff Hardy and the crowd boos. And there's a section of the crowd chanting, We want Reby, um, uh, MJF continues. Is anyone, even su- <laughs> is anyone even surprised anymore? This is just death and taxes at this point. Trusting Jeff Hardy is a waste of your love, and Jeff Hardy himself is a waste of life. Any company that continues to employ Jeff Hardy are enablers. He should be banned from wrestling forever and locked in a prison cell like a normal green hair, or the normal person without green hair and some stupid arm bands. Mark Cuban, LeVar Ball, I told you so. I'm taking this month off, and I'll see you around Final Destination. And drops the mic, and Jeff Hardy's music hits to a quiet crowd with some boos. Jeff says, I know this looks awful, but I can explain. The crowd boos again. I get it, I get it. I'm here in front of you right now because I am innocent, and I have proof. My charges have been expunged, and I will show everyone why. MJF is in the ring at this point, pacing nervously. When I got my one phone call, I called my brother Matt, and when he was done cussing me out, I told him three words. Check Vanguard 1. And what the cameras found on the hardy compound was three familiar faces sneaking onto the property. The footage on the Ballertron shows the Mean Street Posse entering Jeff's house and planting various drugs throughout the house and making the call to the police. Uh, Jeff says... None of that was mine, and these appear to be your friends, employees, or whatever you call them. So I got some questions for you, MJF. Since you want to talk about why so badly, why are you so scared to face me that you resort to this? MJF yells over him. I had nothing to do with that, you piece of shit. Jeff keeps saying, well, now what? Your boys are waiting for you to bail them out, and I got all night to kick your ass. Jeff runs the ring and whoops MJF around the arena until MJF gets a low blow and throws Hardy into the steps. He then, out of his suit jacket, takes out a pill, bo- pill bottle and forces a pill into Hardy's mouth and then grabs a beer from the fa- a fan and washes his uh, pill down with alcohol. Hardy has a horrible reaction and actually starts vomiting outside of the ring, and paramedics have to come rescue Jeff Hardy as MJF walks away. On th- week four, MJF comes out and says, What Jeff Hardy experienced last week was an average Friday night for him, except he was at work instead of some shitty North Carolina bar. That's the problem, isn't it? Jeff shouldn't be allowed to work. Jeff should be banned from wrestling. Jeff Hardy should be dead, and I wish he was. MJF continues to drone on, but the fans suddenly cheer as Hardy comes to the crowd behind him and sneaks into the ring. MJF thinks the crowd is agreeing with him again, um, but Hardy taps MJF on the shoulder, and then when MJF turns around... Jeff Hardy beats his ass all around the ring, ripping up his soup jacket and sending MJF running. Hardy grabs a chair and cracks MJF in the head. Um, He then chases MJF back into the ring and hits MJF with the chair again. He then unfolds the chair on top of MJF's chest and neck and sits on it. He says, Maybe you're right. Maybe I should be dead. But if there's anything we know about Hardy's, it's that we will not die and that we are immortal. At Wrestlepalooza... You're going to be wishing that you were dead. All right, we'll go into the attires. MJF has the gold robe with Burberry trim, gold chunks underneath. Jeff Hardy's got green pigtails, a blue mesh shirt, black and white armbands, and his usual pants. So he's like 2002 E-girl, Jeff Hardy. Uh, so MJF tries to start start with a lariat, but Hardy ducks under, runs up the rope and hits Whisper in the wind. He rolls out of the ring and immediately grabs the ladder after he slides into the ring and picks it up mjf boots it into his face hardy mule kicks mjf who falls back into the corner hardy puts a chair in his face and hits hardiac arrest hardy Hardy lays a ladder on top of mjf and hits a slingshot arabian press hardy does a hand signal climbing up the ladder to a huge cheer he sets it up and starts to climb he gets about halfway before mjf hits him in the back of the chair he picks Hardy up off the ladder in powerbomb position, bounces him off the ropes, and hits a sit-out powerbomb onto the chair. MJF mocks the Hardy dance and then does a motion like he's injecting something into his arm, like he does like the, and then does, like, does an injection into his arm. Um, and then climbs the ladder and gets to the top. He reaches for the belt, and the camera shows Hardy leaping from the top rope to the ladder, throwing punches at MJF and hooking his head and hitting a twist of fate off the ladder. They both pancake to the mat, and MJF falls to the outside. Um, Hardy gets up and tries to slingshot crossbody to the outside But MJF uses a ladder as a shield knocking Hardy out of the air MJF then spends the next few minutes beating Hardy down throwing him into barricades and naming painkillers. He's gonna take after the match Um, MJF grabs Hardy by the hair and lands a huge punch to MJF's face that visibly rocks him He lifts him up and hits the inverted front suplex on him to the stairs when MJF gets up Jeff uses the stairs to do poetry in motion MJF ducks and Hardy hits the barricade Uh, MJF lays down a chair puts Hardy's feet on the barricade and hits a heat seeker onto the chair MJF rolls into the ring props the ladder back up and starts to climb until he sees Jeff's hand reach into the ring MJF gets visibly annoyed gets down and stomps on Jeff's hand drags him back into the ring by his hair spits in his face but then Jeff takes MJF down by the leg and starts raining punches MJF covers his face and rolls out of the ring Jeff fakes a springboard, hopping over the apron, but hits an acai acai whisper in the wind. Jeff throws a chair at MJF's head, clears the announce table, and then hits a twist of fate through the announce table. Jeff sets up two tables outside the ring as the crowd pops. When he begins to pull MJF towards the tables, the Mean Street Posse run out and start beating down Jeff as MJF starts climbing the ladder. Joey Abs covers the table in kerosene, but... He's distracted doing that. When he's distracted doing that, Hardy grabs a chair and fights the Mean Street po- Posse off. MJF is already at the top of the ladder, so in desperation, Jeff springboard drop kicks the ladder from underneath them, and they both go crashing down. Hardy is the first to get up, rolling MJF out of the ring onto the two tables. He then takes off his mesh shirt, climbs the ladder, does his signature hand sign, and as he jumps for a swanton, Pete Gas pulls MJF off the table, and Rodney lights a match, lighting the kerosene, leaving Jeff falling, crashing through two flaming tables. And then uh, Joey Abs is able to lift MJF up until he's coherent enough to climb the ladder and pull down the BBW World Championship.
6: So this felt like the MJF's CM Punk feud a little bit. And you kind of mentioned that. So I think that you either subconsciously pulled from that or were
2: directly pulling from that, which I'm hoping it's the, the former, not the latter. I was wanting to build it into <coughs> it is kind of what I was thinking. Like, <coughs> adding, like, before, like, he really got into CM Punk, you know what I mean? He was, like, an average Jeff Hardy fan until he realized CM Punk was right, you know what I mean? So I'm adding some origin story to <coughs> it. <coughs> That's fair. It's um, like a lot of us became CM Punk fans when he, when he figured out what he was right about Jeff Hardy in the Straight Edge Society. Give me some time. All right.
3: Yeah, I, I was thinking the exact same thing Travis said. Um, so that's why it's kind of hard to rate because it's just, but now it's just, it makes MJF seem even, it makes it seem really needy. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but it
6: makes him seem really needy. Yeah, he's a, di- he's, he's, um, his Buddy from the Incredibles. Yeah, I was gonna say he
3: seems like a he seems like Stan. Like, like Yeah. That's yeah, kinda how
2: he is, though. Like that's kinda already built into his character. I kinda wanna build on that and like that he was just this huge wrestling fan and like needed these people. I mean, that
6: was only on one one feud out of how many that was one Yeah, saying. yeah, but yeah, but it just that but was now his now biggest seems feud like, to be fair. He, just seems like a, <laughs> fan. he seems like anybody he liked, he's like, I
2: believed in you, like no matter who it was. And now he's fucking them all up and he's the world champion because he is doing it like He's basically, that's like his motivation to become such an evil shit person is kind of what it is, too. Like, I get what you're saying. I just don't know if I agree. Yeah.
3: I mean, if it was one person, it's like. but now it seems like anybody he ever liked is like, oh, I really liked you as a fan. Nah, I gotta, I don't know. It just, yeah.
2: it just gets weird. Like, the um, reason I worked with Jeff Hardy for me is because he's directly tied to CM Punk. So there wasn't just like anybody. Like It's not like, yeah, I'm not Yeah, I man. think that
6: hurt you more than anything, to be honest with
3: you. Yeah. Like,
2: I thought it built into it well, but that's just me.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna go okay. I'm gonna go with a. I'm I got a number, try not to be too cruel. I'm, he got I'm some, get, some
2: toxicity and he planted force drugs down his throat.
3: I'm gonna go with a 2.25. It just because I'm not gonna go 0.5. I've, I, if I give you a 0.5, I personally feel like 0.5 is either is just flat out dumb or is just not creative. And I don't think it wasn't creative. I just think, I think the match was good. The match was good. That's where all this is coming from. The match was good. I just don't like the feud because it just, it doesn't make, I I it doesn't seem like MJF is like really, I don't know. It just makes, it, it, it makes him just seem like an unstable ass fan. It really makes him seem like a good bad guy to me. It just sounds like a, a, a fan that just happened to get a job as a wrestler. I don't know. It's just weird. So I'm going to go with a
4: 2.25. You want to go? No, go ahead. I want. I want to see okay. what you got. I disagree with their point. I think it adds to his character, and I like the fact that you interwove real life parts of like the CM Punk and Jeff Har the CM Punk MJF feud, and even the, with the Jeff Hardy and CM Punk feud is interwoven into that as well. In the fact that pretty much MJF was a Jeff Hardy fan first, and then he realized, oh shit, CM Punk was right. But CM Punk's a scumbag too. All these, I hate all of these people, and that's pretty much his evil. That's his villain story: is that he was a fan, and like everybody he liked turned
2: out to be. And these wrestlers be pieces of right. shit out here. The, the,
4: he he views them as pieces of shit, and he views that what he's doing is the right thing. So I think it's a good origin story for a good villain. Um, I like the planning drugs thing. Um. <laughs> Honestly, I'm going to give you a – I like the match a lot. I'm honestly going to give you a five.
2: Finally, some common sense. You know what? Uh, Actually,
3: actually, I got to take a point. I forgot. Uh, I forgot about that part. I'm not going to lie to you because that also makes it worse because I just think that's dumb for you to be like, oh, I don't like you for not using – or I don't like you for using drugs and then planting drugs on them when they're trying to do better. I don't – it's just that's – He he wanted to get him
2: out of the match. Like, he wanted to get him out of the match and make himself – He's yeah, a he's
6: bad guy. To, I don't know if that's. Yeah. I mean, do yeah, your thing, not, but
2: yeah, that's not, that's not fair. That's a
3: bad. He's a bad guy. He doesn't want Jeff Hardy to do better. No, but that's. I'm saying for the point of. Hey, I don't either. like you for doing this, and then when the person as a kid, really as a kid, he
6: liked you, him. As, right, as a kid, and, he was let down. Now right. he's got to fight him. He doesn't want to fight him, so he's like, "Oh, I can prove myself to be right. That everything that happened, death and taxes. The only thing in life you can count on is death, taxes, and Jeff Hardy relapsing. Here's right. he relapsed." Yes, yeah, so it was like the right? Proves yeah, because remember the, the, cra- the crowd was the, the
2: crowd was cheering with him and agreeing with him and chanting "We want." <laughs> I mean, they booed Jeff Hardy, like they they finally got sick of Jeff's shit because of that next arrest, so they right. booed which, Jeff which Hardy. I
3: understand which I understand that, but I'm saying from that point of, if like if you have a beef with me, and you're mad at me for using drugs, and then you can't figure like you like i have a drug test coming and then you plant drugs on me. i don't know that's just seeing yeah, it's
4: con- it's confirmation bias it's me saying you're a drug addict you i'm i and i don't want to have a match with you anyway i want to get rid of you so what's an easy way to get rid of you have you failed a drug test and you're gone i i, I don't
3: know um I, I i took it down a quarter so it's straight to debone your lineup I'm crazy right now i ain't gonna
6: lie <laughs> <laughs> hey, but your you know, like, ratings are about the back best. I'm like Lolo Cool J's pants. Um <laughs> I need to get a haircut. I was going to give you a 3.75, but Kenny's being a dork with that, so I'm going to give you a 4 cuz that's just fucking oh. dumb. Like there was things to, to 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 like ding you on and that wasn't one of them. Okay. So, I'm going to give you the the quarter he took.
2: All right. Um
4: well, It's that- pretty much I'm going to use my your biggest weakness against you.
2: Yeah, and, and he was manipulating well, the crowd too, because MJF he, likes no, It's, clean, no, it's not it. even it's that. It's,
6: it's 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 realistic blackmail.
2: Yeah. And and not to mention MJF does manipulate the crowd like that. Like he wanted to manipulate them into thinking that he has actually like, you know, loved CM Punk, gave him the hug and all that shit. Like he does that type of shit. Yeah. He's being sure. a manipulator. And hey, like not to mention bad. when Jeff Hardy exposed him, he went to even more desperate shit and you know. Speaking of C M Punk versus
6: MJF feud, I got a question for y'all. Yeah. What's that? You know the line where MJF says, "Like the greatest trick the devil ever did was to convince the world that he didn't exist." Yes,
2: hmm.
6: and you know that's like a CM Punk line, right? Yeah. yeah. What Do I like him on, Punk... like
3: him on before him, anyway.
6: No, but I, I'm saying that the reason that MJF said it was because CM Punk said it before. Okay,
3: yeah. but I'm, I'm saying CM Punk didn't that, originate that either. i I'm I'm not...
6: not. I don't think. Didn't think okay. he did. I'm saying in this this universe, view, the reason he said it, MJF says, it, because CM Punk said it. Right. <laughs> Do you think that? That's something MJF came up with himself, or do you think CM Punk would like, A, you should say this fucking line?
4: Um I, mean, I can have, see it being something MJF came up with.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say I can see MJF coming up with that. They're Just both cool. brilliant promos. So I think both are realistic.
4: And yeah, both are realistic. Also, MJF won all the promos they had.
3: So Yeah. But I, I as, agree. And Punk I think I think if shit. anything, with their, their back and forth, I think I think because MJF had a lot of respect for him, I think he probably came up with CM Punk like, hey, you cool if I do this and this. I can see him doing that be yeah. like you know because he is a fan at the end of the day that he can be like hey you cool if i say this and this about you and seeing folks like yeah I'm, that's cool like yeah. i just feel like they had that back
6: i life. don't know i don't know them enough well enough that's
3: the best i mean a- i don't but that's i'm the, the best saying, AEW story but ever. But I, think, I, I think they i think they both have mutual understanding. understand they said look i think CM Punk was like look say what you gotta say we're gonna we're gonna make this where it's gonna be viral by the time yeah. we that
4: probably out. is the best feud in aew a- a- history it is yes yeah, so, by a easily,
6: lot. easily
3: yeah
2: Hangman Kenny's the second, and it's not. So close. Punk
6: getting the title didn't really make me mad because I knew like the people it, who were, were like coming. Punk it should is. never win the, the AEW title, like you're delusional. Yeah, I knew he was he gonna their, win. He is their biggest star with MJF right there neck and neck. Yeah. I just think CM Punk is more of a crossover star than MJF right now.
2: Well yeah, yeah right now. I think, but I, I it would make Jericho more sense. Is too, though, but it Jericho's would, washed.
6: Yeah. No, I was thinking yeah, yeah,
3: not. It, I don't think it's Jericho. I think when it comes to like like constantly going viral, I think it's MJF, CM
6: Punk, and then I would say Orange Cassidy. Orange,
2: Orange Cassidy does, Cassidy does said, go viral a lot. He goes yeah. viral a
6: lot. Like it's crazy. I don't know if that's what I mean by most popular, but I get what you're saying. You
2: yeah. know what I'm
3: saying. But the thing is, people be like they like. You, they may not watch AEW, but they know about Orange Cassidy,
2: or at least they have seen the guy who wrestled with his hands in his yeah. pockets. And yeah, that's exactly. Weird. That's what I'm saying. They may not even know his name. They just know like that's the guy that did this pockets. Yeah,
6: that's what Jim Cornette calls him.
2: <laughs> Fuck him.
3: I've been watching him more, and more. I like Jim Cordell. He's funny. I do too. He's hilarious. No wonder he's, he's so, so funny. funny. No wonder so 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 you've been like a dork
6: lately because watching <laughs> that motherfucker. <laughs> to be yeah, fair, like, I like. I like parts of Jim Cordero. I like I, I mean, I, I mean, it. like
3: it, but I just think I, I just like I like where he goes. But I just think he's funny. Like, I despise he like, him. it'd be it really some funny. stuff I like, and he'd just get mad. He like, calls he
6: calls Kenny Omega the Twinkle Toes. He calls the Young Bucks the Hardly Boys. It's hilarious. it's comedy.
2: He's a dork. He's gonna watch
6: that's because you to like, show outlaw, you're just gonna watch it
2: worse, as a comedy show. Yeah, yeah
3: I, that's that's how I watch other people. I literally
0: like, his bitch.
3: every other day, I'll go look at his page. I'm like, let me see what they had to say about what just happened. And yep. especially when yep. he was talking about Brock Lesnar, that's him, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, their feud. That shit was hilarious.
6: And anytime something big happens, the my first reaction is like, I wonder what Jimmy got to say about this. Let me see what Jimmy yep.
3: Jim got <laughs> to <then guys> say. I'll be the same way, or I go to TikTok because, like, he would have to it
6: he also does like a lot he says a lot of like funny stuff like like old like southern jokes like they're just hilarious like localisms
2: like, and like idioms and shit
6: yeah 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 like he just says like funny shit that, that i could see printed off like if they could just print shit that he said in a book and sell it as like a, like something you put in the bathroom to read because <laughs> he yeah, can already... say some funny shit yeah, he's hilarious
2: well, John, you're the host now. Well, that's my show. Uh, we're gonna pass around two plugs, um, starting with the bad guy who's always got a lot. Got a um, lot. go to the Bad
3: Guy Spoken Podcast. Um, you'll see um uh, the main show, Bad Guy Spoken Podcast, and you'll see a couple other shows in there too, like uh, Food Truck Friday. You can see the uh, just just a bunch of different shows. We like we we like to eat, so you'll see like three different food shows. You'll see uh, Brandon's music review. You'll see, uh, Juicy me game apparently. Um, and there's a new show coming called Story Time, so be on the lookout for that, where we just tell like this, just either embarrassing or just stories that are just funny that y'all gotta hear. New episode should be dropping soon. I, I, I forgot what day I'm gonna drop them, but they're, they're pretty funny. All right,
2: that's why I was say
6: bad guy, Travy T. There,
2: there you go. I'm
6: the real bad guy in this, bitch. um. Follow me on all social media. At I am T. I whoa, wow, I am Travi T. That's at I A M T R A V V Y T on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. All
2: right, and Dumb Money.
6: Uh, I be tweeting and TikTok, and you can follow me
4: on both at Dumb Money T 13 Three D A M O N E Y T One Three numbers one and three. You can also follow T 13 Media at T 13 Media. On or not, T13 Media T13 on TikTok. You can also find all the shows on the T13 Media Network at T13media.com. That's T, the number one, the number three, three spelled out. Um, that's or no, that's not right. T, the number one, three spelled out media.com. Um, we have shirts, we have, we have merch. You can find all the shows, uh, buy some fucking merch. Uh, also, Ray and review us on Apple podcast and anywhere else you can rate and review us if it's out of five you can fuck off uh, i don't give a fuck if it's out of five um so yeah that's pretty
2: much all the plugs for us john you got any um if you want to follow me on twitter you can go to lil at lil x fudge on twitter and i will be posting some bullshit and hating on brock lesnar every single day so go find me there so that has been another episode of book it Simone, say the line. You gotta say see ya, and then I say the line. Oh, Mike says see ya. Yeah, that's right. See ya. Bye.